Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is October 29th, 2017. My name's Eric Peterson. Joining me today, Mr. Mike Tyson. Woo! Happy Halloween, Eric! <laughs> Hello. Hi, Mike. We've got <laughs> an extremely camp ghost. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna haunt you. I'm gonna glitter in your hair while you sleep. What's all this white stuff? <laughs> uh, we got Dan Curtis. Hello! <laughs> Giggle! Is that a horse? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a scary horse? Gigas. Jeeves. Jeeves the Wonder Horse. Speaking <laughs> of gay guys, Mr. Tom Reagan. Gay guys. <laughs> 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 to be fair, to be fair, Tom sounded the most like an actual ghost. <laughs> <laughs> if it, if it, imagine if a ghost came out and <laughs> it's a it's a dead horse just covered in glitter. <laughs> You're gonna have a fabulous Halloween. <laughs> oh nay! <laughs> hey. There's just topiary. Stop doing a show in San Francisco. <laughs> so oh, we're going to get a negative review for that one. Uh, oh, yeah. shit. Yep. Damn Off it. to a flying star, gentlemen. Well done. <laughs> it took less than 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> New record. I don't know. I think we've done one second before, to be honest. <laughs> well, yeah, when Tom came in with gay guys. <laughs> I, love, I just oh, yeah. love that episode if you listen back to it. There's just a pause. And me and Eric are just so baffled by what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then we both at the same time kind of go, gay guys. It was just pure mistake on my part. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was it one of those things where as soon as you say, like, come back. Yeah, <laughs> Tam, that went wrong. I reckon, I reckon Tom was going to go, mm, good afternoon, and he got confused between that and, and hey. Yeah. <laughs> so we ended up with gay My <laughs> <laughs> brain just switched over at the last second. <laughs> One of the best intros ever. <laughs> I like it. How is everybody? This is two weeks in a row. Well, for some of us. Ooh. Yes, this is the first time we've all been reunited since the live and show. And Dan already died. Yeah. Yeah, hello. He? Yeah, Dan. Hello. Yeah. I'm still here. You went full robot there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening again! Oh! Crank it! Crank it! And, uh... Am right. I good now? I'm, am I back? Yes. I guess. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm making notes of when Dan goes robot, so I know all the places I need to edit. Excellent. Obligatory edit. editing joke. Mm. Yes. Edit. Edit Peterson. Am I right? More like not bother edit Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> and then break the rest of the factory sealed field, Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and that was direct. <laughs> Ouch, my character. <laughs> I'm a smart guy. 
you were saying about us all being on yeah. the show together. Yes, I, I said this is the first time we've all been reunited since the live show. Yeah, welcome back, yeah, Tom. True. Yeah, thank how, you. How was uh, Toronto? Canador. Oh, Canada. Tor- Toronto. 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 Got to make sure to get all those T's. <laughs> Toronto. Uh, for the flight, I downloaded the Toronto Batman episode. No, you didn't. Oh, Why? Why yeah, did you do that to yourself? <laughs> I d- and the first ten minutes is all about the pronunciation of Toronto. Had you never listened to that show before? Yeah, but oh. it's been a long old time. You just had to get in the mood. Like, I what did. am I getting into? I, I only managed a good twenty minutes of that one before I that didn't, guy. I was I on that show and didn't listen to any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I was out there, I, I met with Jess, and then when we were going through the city, she showed me the place where she met Toronto Batman. Was it like a back alley filled with syringes? It was It was definitely an alley. <laughs> Didn't see any syringes, but wouldn't surprise me if I saw one. So it's just, it's just an alleyway with a really crooked sign that says Batkip. <laughs> <laughs> Another homeless guy who thinks he's Alfred. <laughs> Stood there with like a, a tea set. <laughs> various drug paraphernalia on the tea set (laughs) (laughs) then can you shoot him with your pistols like Lara Croft style (laughs) lock him in a freezer just stuff him in a shopping cart (laughs) that never got old on Tomb Raider 3 where you could actually shoot him and he would put his tray up and then just fall off oh yeah (laughs) so true so Toronto game reference four minutes in Toronto yeah disappointed Dan I'm sorry You've let us all down. I'll just leave. Bye. Bye. Good, he's gone. Talk shit about him. (laughs) But I hear that bus in coming. (laughs) Bye, bye. Oh, God, here it goes. Bye, bye. It's a double decker. (laughs) Oh, man. Yes, Toronto, tell us. Enlighten us. Yeah, Toronto was, was cool. A very chilled out city. I went to Niagara Falls as well. So you good. got to see that sweet land of freedom just on the other side. Yeah, so the you, bridge. Did you hear the faint, the faint call of that there, Star Spangled Banner? Uh, better than that, I saw uh, various ships flying the flag Ooh. on the water. Yeah, how'd that make uh, you feel? Uh, I just saluted, just stood there. I saw <laughs> what I was doing. Uh, Kat was trying to speak to me, and I just suddenly ended up in a fixed gaze, looking like, out over the horizon. Everything she said just sounded like the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> it, kind of that mixed with white noise. Yeah, like I just wasn't listening anymore. Just, Eric, I'm glorious. surprised. I'm surprised, right, that Tom wasn't standing by the side of the river and a tiny boat went past with a tiny American flag on it on a cocktail stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Quick side note: since we're on that, Tom, how many have you found so far? Uh, I would say I found about twenty-five. Okay. Oh, three hundred or so to go. <laughs> and Cat's probably found about ten. Oh man! But, um, some of them are in great hiding spots. So I don't know if we explained this, but uh, the American flags on on toothpicks, I left quite a few of them around Tom and Kat's house before I left, since they made the grave mistake of leaving me alone in their flat for like three hours before I had to leave. (laughs) We we keep, during the week, get these messages on WhatsApp with Tom just going, oh, for F's sake. And like, there's a picture of an American flag. Like, one the other day was in a PG tips box. <laughs> yeah, that was last night. 
Yeah. And I still think the one of the lampshade is absolute genius. That's the, the one that was directly above your bed. And I positioned yeah. it in such a fashion so that you'd lay down and be like, oh, my day's over. Fucking flag. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. And I, did, I didn't tell Kat about it so that she'd have the same reaction. Oh, man. What was her was reaction to it? E- exactly the same. Just burst out laughing. Because <laughs> you're just lying down. I lie down on my bed and then just relax so shut your eyes briefly open them and the first thing you see in front of you is a flag hanging down from my lampshade <laughs> and you won't see it in any other angle you have to be like in my bed did you leave it there it's still there now yes <laughs> there's another one that's still there it's in the corner of i don't know how you got up there either you're just really tall or you stood in a chair i'm really tall yeah i can't reach it <laughs> <laughs> And I can't be bothered to get a chair and get it. So their fr- their freedom's there. just out of reach. <laughs> I'm surprised it took you guys as long to find that one as it did, because I expected that to be the first thing you saw when you came in. You underestimate how tired Tom was when he got back. Oh, yeah. my God. You look like a train wreck. I was too tired. I was really optimistic about joining the show last week, but it was just never going to happen. I felt like death. Oh, you sent been. us that photo of yourself. You just look like a crack addict. Yeah, and I was <laughs> trying to look better. I was trying to send over. You'd my just been down the alleyway with Toronto Batman just before the flight. I think. <laughs> yeah, but I I got to hear a live rendition of the Star Spangled Banner because oh. I went to watch a hockey game. Oh, how was it? So, so I filmed the whole thing. Yeah, and you sent it to me, and I saluted throughout the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. The size of that flag in there, though, too. Wow. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. And then they played the Canada one after, which I'd never heard before. Oh, Canada. Canada. Yeah, that's what Blame it is. Blame Canada. <laughs> yeah. It's just, oh, Canada over and over again. <laughs> yeah, And then basically. it ends with A. <laughs> <laughs> and then a moose, walk, moose walks past. And everyone gets drenched in maple syrup. <laughs> and then they proceed to get just obnoxiously pissed. <laughs> yeah. It was good. We got really lucky with the weather as well. I thought it would be freezing cold, but it was uh, actually quite warm up there. So the the real question remains, Tom. Yeah. At Niagara Falls. Mhm. Did you or did you not straddle it? I did not straddle it. I know. Wait, sp- speaking as a fellow Englishman, that's not the most important question. How were the tea and coffee making facilities? <laughs> uh, they, the tea left a lot to be desired. Uh, you don't ruin your whole holiday, that. Yeah. But coffee, Tim Hortons. Whew. I had Tim Hortons coffee pretty much every every day, twice a day. Were um, they doing the I, roll up the rim special while you were there? Um, I'm not sure. I tried their famous... Is that some kind of euphemism? <laughs> yeah, just roll on up to the butt. <laughs> Do you I tried their, rim? Um, <laughs> I, tr- I tried their famous double-double. Yeah, double-double. No, the I fuck did, are you I two did, talking about? I did not like that. I did not like the double-double. double cream and... Double sugar. Yeah, I just did the double-double because double, fuck sugar and coffee. Anyone who I puts just, sugar yeah. in coffee has just, a special yeah. place. Yeah. So I had double them cream and uh, below the crust of the earth, no sugar. <laughs> I just love when Eric was over here. You just kick it off about the size of the large cups. Just it's not fucking big enough. Yeah, and you don't get a free refill. But but Eric, the the week before uh, <laughs> in Niagara Falls, our coach driver told us that an eight year old boy was trying to straddle the, the the falls and he fell in. What? Yeah, and died. 
Uh, no, amateur, severely, <laughs> severely injured. I'm googling this. Yeah, but people try it all the time. They try straddling the rail above the falls, which is a really stupid idea. I like, don't know. You'd get Eric on there. <laughs> yeah, but I imagine if you did it, Eric, you'd find a rail nearer. Well, yeah, I'm not going to be ground. a moron about it. <laughs> but I'm but then again, the the uh, picture we took for straddling the Grand Canyon was probably like four feet from the cliff. Yeah, it was. So it was, it was close. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, sure enough, October seventeenth, ten year old boy falls over railing at Niagara Falls. Yeah, and so he was like, "Don't do that." I'm hey, telling you, you're gonna get hurt. I'll listen to the Factory Seal podcast, and they had a competition where you have to straddle something, and I, I just want to win it. <laughs> I needed it- that. I said yes. There's a video of it. At least he died. At least he died while he was happy. He would have won, but he didn't get proper form. (laughs) He died doing what he loved, drowning to death. (laughs) (laughs) And there it is. God. Are we going for most offensive show we've ever done? (laughs) (laughs) It's the will of the people. (laughs) Something, something, will of the people. The show has to evolve to stay alive, Dan. I know, but at least it was saved back in the day. I feel like it's devolving. Well, it's some sort of evolving. Yeah, that's true. As long as there's evolve in there. Yeah, a bit of evolve. We all like a bit of evolve. Sorry. I believe Mike is doing the Pokemon evolve theme there. Oh, that was lost on me. I just thought it was something from Willy Wonka. Willy Volva. Yes, Willie Volva. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. How do you know I didn't? Well, oh, good point. Ah, <laughs> oh, Tom. Yeah. Anatomy for you is not a strong point, is it? <laughs> we, I, we were talking oh, about ev- man, evolve. Imagine if your name was Willie Volva. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about. Evolve, then devolve, then some sort of volving, then Willy Volva. <laughs> but I said Wonka. Yeah, I, I thought you said Volva. Oh, it's a simple mistake. It's a bit like when you thought I said gay guys. <laughs> oh no, you clearly said gay guys. <laughs> <laughs> totally That's did. true, but it's not Wait, the point. <laughs> if it was Willy Volva, you know, in the show, uh, in the show, in the film, there's the Wonka watch. Does that mean it becomes the Volva watch? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very different version of that film. <laughs> Do not Google Willie Volvo. Uh, Come into don't, the, Eric, the great don't gla- say that because people Google it. The great glass vulvavator. Uh, <laughs> the great glass vulvavator. I googled oh, no. it. There's nothing. There's nothing bad. I'm clicking on images. No. I I googled it as well. There isn't. Yeah, I'm not going there. Nope. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, done. Willy worries. Oh, I'll leave that. Closing that. <laughs> Delete. Send me the link, chaps. <laughs> Clear history. Find it on the Facebook page later on. Burn laptop. Delete history. Burn laptop. <laughs> I think Willy Volvo is going to be one of these factory seal characters who lives on. <laughs> God. That's my fault, that one. Well, Any, did you do anything else fun in Toronto? Toronto. Uh, Toronto. I went up that really tall tower, the CN Tower. 
Oh yeah. With with the glass uh glass floor. Oh man. Yeah. You know, yeah, I did one. Of, I did one of them in Japan. Weird. Next time awesome. you guys come over, we have to do the glass floor at the Grand Canyon. I, I would definitely do that. It's yeah. Except it, it costs a damn bomb to get into. It's about fifty dollars, isn't it? Yeah, and then you got to pay fifty dollars or something to park your car on the glass. Just don't buy a ridiculous <laughs> chandelier that week, and you'll be all right. <laughs> I need that chandelier, Dan. <laughs> I need it. I need it, I need it in my life. I- I'll use it once, but it'll be worth it. Well, no, I'll use it every night I have dinner, and then I'll be like, hey, Alexa, mm. make this room sexy. Alexa, make the room Mr. Blobby colored. I, uh... <laughs> so for reference, Dan is, is giving me shit for integrating Alexa light bulbs into my house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because Dan just got indoor plumbing and electricity. <laughs> so... <laughs> no, no, we don't have indoor plumbing yet. Oh. He <laughs> just got into the well. Yeah. It's just a book that we have to boil the, the kettle on the stove and they just sit in a little tub in the sitting room. There's, there's the local well in Het. <laughs> Crystal, there's no paper in the outhouse! Use your hand! <laughs> Wipe with your left hand and eat with your right. <laughs> which one's which? <laughs> That's a pretty damn accurate description. Never of that, mind, to be I'll use my foot. <laughs> oh. Do you sit or stand when you're using your foot? Well, he does like this stand. flamingo thing. Like Dan has really hairy feet, so he'll stand up and like pull his foot up and he'll stand like a, a flamingo and just kind of like rock back and forth. <laughs> hey, oh. leave my hairy feet alone. <laughs> yeah. I may be half man, half hobbit, but that is besides the point. I don't know if it's 50-50. It's probably like mm. twenty five seventy five. Yes, in favor of her. No, in favor of of Hobbit. Oh, <laughs> you're all just jealous. <laughs> we are. I, I can say... I can go outside with no shoes on, and it won't hurt my feet. <laughs> I walk on broken glass. It keeps the intruders away. I have no need. <laughs> I have no need of slippers. It's fantastic. <laughs> Do you braid your foot hair? Yes, of course. Is that like a regular going many, out event there? To many intricate styles. You go and compliment each other's foot hairstyle? <laughs> All right, you slicky foot hairstyle is great. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I'll put Ronnie and Pickering on each of my feet. <laughs> Here's the problem. How do we get to this shit? We're a video game show. I don't know. I don't know. Should we do just next time? Just do a straight video game show and see how, <laughs> see how it goes. Oh, it'll be awful. Like zero comedy. Yeah, just this game was a game that had controls. So this week, Super Mario Odyssey came out, and it was so good. <laughs> Segway. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Why are you talking about it, Dan? I know, right? Because he just bought it. Did you go and buy Switch? Yeah, I got Super Mario Odyssey. I popped it in my Wii U. It didn't work. <laughs> Did you go back, back and complain? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I was like, why is this not working in my Wii U? I said, it's not for Wii U. Sir. You think and that's said, a well, joke? That's, when I, that's when, bloody ridiculous. <laughs> when I worked at GameStop and the uh, PS3 and the Xbox 360 came out, we would legitimately get people that would buy those games and bring them back because they did not work in their Xbox and their PS2. Oh, my God. Fucking idiots. Much dab. No. Yeah. Was it 
parents coming in though saying i bought this for my son or whatever uh mostly yeah i'll yeah. give them give them a little bit of slack yeah but still come on uh, yeah. Yeah. fucking idiots yeah there it is <laughs> i bought this game for my son for his nintendo ps3 xbox 64 this shit don't work. I'm a Betamax player. <laughs> I, stopped I can't, wait. I can't wait until those come out, guys. Does this PlayStation take tapes? <laughs> Where's once the eight track? Once port? we get electricity, I'm getting that Betamax. <laughs> Go for laser disc. <laughs> but yes, anyway, Friday. What a day. Oh. I mean, so, for some of us, it was really good. For others, it was expected to be really good and then turned out to be really shit. Uh, fuck you, game. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you and your fucking stores and your fucking pre-orders. And your Mike. shitty stores with nobody <sighs> in shitty them. Shitty stores, yeah. <laughs> Mike, why so, did you use Amazon? Because I had some credit left over on my game account. Uh, so I thought, see, well, that's where you went that. wrong, because at some point you've went into game. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is true. But I had, I had like six quid left on my game account. I was like, well, I'm going to pre-order my Odyssey. If you pre-order it through game, you also get a free cappy hat. I was like, uh, well, it's going to be the, with the money knocked off. It's going to be the same price as it is everywhere else, where it's cheaper, because game's more expensive. And I get uh, a hat. And it just didn't fucking turn up. So what I had to do was, I went. Into, it's still not here now. I went into town yesterday, went to game and said, look... I've got a pre-order coming from you guys. If I buy a copy today, can I just return the sealed copy with the receipt from the today? So it's all good. So I ended up buying another copy. I can't believe you asked. Well, I'm, I he's British. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry to he be an inconvenience went, and come in into and your apologized. place of business to do business, but do you mind <laughs> if I do business here? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because game are really funny fuckers and like i didn't want them to like even though i took a sealed game back i didn't want them to go oh well we can only give you trading value for it because <laughs> it wouldn't surprise depiction of a gear yeah. employee wouldn't surprise me if they did that a more accurate depiction would have been what the fuck are you doing in here <laughs> <laughs> look everyone gather around humans a customer <laughs> i heard about these ones <laughs> Oh, he didn't buy it. Then they all just swarm you in a huddle and go, Would you like to pre-order some games? <laughs> Did you they need your Xbox Live the... card? <laughs> Did they high-five and close the store after you bought something? <laughs> well, that's it. We don't need to be open anymore. It's like the people that, that, that pay for WinRAR on accident. <laughs> Sorry to bother you and your place of business. <laughs> do you mind if I do business? <laughs> Got to give them some credit, Tom. To give them some credit, they they actually gave me a copy that was reserved for someone else as well. Oh, I was how like, kind! Have you, have, you any, have you got any copies of Mario Odyssey left? And they were like, um, "How long is forty eight hours?" I was like, "More than more than more than forty seven, less than forty nine." That guy comes in and then they just give him someone else's reserve copy. It's so hard. God. Uh, so someone else is going to go and pick up their reserve shit copy. Shit company, <laughs> and yet they're still opening new stores. <laughs> that picture that Hazel posted of you, though, I have never seen an adult that <laughs> depressed over something so trivial. Uh, do you know what the worst thing is? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was at work all day looking forward to playing it, and I, I can't wait to get home. And then, like, 
on the way home from my last delivery at work, <laughs> there was two accidents on the on the way home, which added like an extra hour to my day. I was like, oh fuck's sake, like add an extra hour to my day. I want to get home. Want to fucking play Mario. Then get home. All that anticipation. All that you know, I being got, late, and I it's got, not fucking here. Did you say you want to fuck and play Mario? <laughs> Sorry. I think he's. Said- I, can, I can do both. There's motion controls. So as I'm moving. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Tommy, the... you're still laughing at that game thing. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal. But no, if I ever find out whose fault it is, I didn't get Mario Odyssey on time. Right? See the opposite. I happened. am going to. I'm going to divorce Hazel. I'm going to find out who their mother is. I'm going to go on a date with their mother, marry their mother, become their father, subsequently become their either current children or future children's grandfather. Then on the first Christmas, we're all together. I'm going to make them think they're going to get all the presents that they want, and they're going to open the presents on Christmas Day, and nothing will be there. (laughs) If you smell what the rock is cooking! Except divorce papers. Oh, yeah, true. Mike just, Mike just sitting in a rocking chair, just cackling. <laughs> the, uh, the inverse happened for me because I ordered mine through Amazon, and typically Amazon will deliver stuff late in the afternoon, like sometimes as late as 8 p.m. This shit showed up at like 9.30 in the morning, and I w- was at home all day and had just a mountain of shit to do. Ugh. So I'm having, I had it sitting there on my desk, like just out of my peripheral. I'm like, oh, you fucking game. I want to play you so hard right now, but I got to be an adult and I got to work. <laughs> you know, you could have put it out of your peripheral vision somewhere else, right? And that probably would have helped. No, like I used it as incentive to get done with my work faster. Alexa, dim the light next to Mario Odyssey. <laughs> Alexa, remove this game from my periphery. I must conduct yeah. some business. I bought it on Amazon Prime as well, but it came at about. 1 p.m. at my workplace, so I just kind of sat in my bag for the rest of the day until. Why did you have it delivered to work? Clocked off, because I didn't want it to. I didn't want them to try and deliver it at home and then be unsuccessful and it go to mm. the depot. Even though Cat was working from home, I just didn't want to risk it. Not we did. Not don't just Mario. don't just have to answer the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, because our buzzer's broken at the moment. So it's probably a flag in it, miss. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a flag infestation in the building. To be fair, if you sent if you sent it to that um if it went to that neighbour who you're trying to get a package of all the time we were with you, then you probably wouldn't have got it for about a week. Exactly. So. Yeah. So Oh speaking of other things that, that I got real quick, side note. I got my Super Nintendo Classic. Yay. At I'm not last. excited unless you open it. Like I have zero excitement levels for you because it's sitting on a shelf. In but a it box. looks so good. Do you know how it? Do you know it looked better if it was out of the box? Nope. And if it was a Japanese slash European one? No, yeah, that's, that's true. sexy North American one. Oh, oh. those hard edges. No. Oh yeah. You got to get the curves, son. No, I like things to be rough and jagged, <laughs> toothy, <laughs> garish purple, garish, raw. It's attractive. <laughs> Not quite. So, do you think you'll ever get it out the box with the NES, or not? Probably keep it there. I found that when I buy something that I don't open, there's a short window of about ten ten minutes, and then it remains there forevermore. If I don't open it, my brain has switched to maybe I should just keep it sealed. Okay. Why? I think Dan understands. Hey, Dan. Dan, you want to know what else I haven't opened yet? Uh, no. Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> 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 I 
I've kind of stopped playing them too anyway, so... Oh, did you not finish it? No, I, I kind of got distracted by all this stuff. Destiny Pooh came out, didn't it? And Eric made me buy it, and then uh, it was yeah. shite. Well, so made is a out. loose term. Strongly <laughs> encouraged. Yes. <laughs> didn't shut up until it was purchased. <laughs> but why very won't that work? I very much regret it, so thank you, thank you Eric. Why won't that work with you and a Switch? Because you did okay. Let, let's think money. about the math here. If you wouldn't have bought uh, Andromeda, if you wouldn't have bought Shadow of War, if you wouldn't have bought Destiny, Des- that's half of the console right there. No, it isn't. Oh, the hell, it ain't. It isn't. <laughs> this a Switch would cost me over three hundred pounds, and that would cost about a hundred pounds. So it's a third. No, I think you'll find your math yes. is bad. No, it isn't. The games are about forty pounds each. So, and I paid less for Destiny. It was thirty-two. Mass Effect Andromeda was twenty-five. Shadow of War was forty. So, what other games have you bought in the past six months that you could not have bought? Silent Hill (laughs) three. Yeah, there's six pound. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't actually bought many games recently. Oh, you didn't have to come to London. Yeah, I know, right? Sorry, guys. I think, the, I think the last game I bought before that was Final Fantasy XII. Ooh. Did you both finish that? No. Uh, I got really close to the end and stopped. I got about five to six hours farther than I normally get. Well done. Progress. Progress. In about 20 years, I'll be We need to do, need to do it end. for the show so we forced to finish it. I would like to do it for the show sometime. Yeah, yeah. We should probably do nine and ten first, though. Yes. Oh, man. So we've done six, seven, and eight. Let's talk about Mario. Guys, Mario. Yes. 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 Oh, Oh, Dan, this is where you get really, really jealous. Yeah, I'm just going to stop listening. Oh, God. (laughs) When I got that package and opened it. It's quite good. mm, It felt like I was 10 all over again. Like, I've not been this excited for a game in a long time. I was excited for Breath of the Wild, but I was genuinely thrilled for Mario. How erect were the nipples? Uh, well, they were actually my second and third penis at that point. Ooh. <laughs> nice. So erect, he used them to break the seal on the uh, game. <laughs> I'm, surprised he, I'm surprised he opened it, to be honest. So. <laughs> so imagine sliding the side of the case along your chest. <laughs> 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 Now, has anybody tasted the cartridge? Oh, no, I didn't. Shit. It tastes right. the same. It tastes the same as the other yeah. It's the same standard coating. Oh. They don't give them different flavors. So there's not like cheese and onion, salt and vinegar. <laughs> there should be. Yeah. There should be, <laughs> there no. should be This one isn't dill pickle, that's for sure. No. Oh, I also got all three of the Amiibos that were released for this. Nice. Oh, I didn't think cool. I wanted to, but I was at... Um, I was at a store called Fry's Electronics, and they had all of them. I'm like, I thought these were supposed to be kind of hard to find. Come to find out, they are, because um, from what I hear, most people are just finding the Mario and not the Bowser and Peach one. God, make sure you don't open them. I haven't. They're on my It'll shelf be already. It's worth a fortune when you never sell them. Can you use them whilst they're in the box? Yeah, so it's really interesting. Well, no, you can't in the box, because they put a foil under there. The only one I know of that's been released that you can use inside the box is Shovel Knight, and that was intentionally. Uh, you've probably tried this. I did. 
Well, there are some people too that are like, hey, if you want to keep your uh, amiibos in the box, there's a there's a hack where you basically cut the bottom of it just slight enough to reach in and grab that foil out. Like, well, then it's not technically factory sealed anymore. Can't you get like bootleg cards which have the same functionality as well? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> RF cards or NFC cards. Nice. Where did that but, horn yeah. come from? <laughs> Is that your package, Mike? <laughs> Was that? Oh, I, uh, that's from outside my flat. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Tom. We'll just name some sirens now. <laughs> just get your pinkies up when you hear that uh, siren. Um, so I, anyway, Mario Odyssey. Guys, I'm in love with this game. I am it, too. It is so, so good. I'm sure I would be too. I do have some frustrations. Before we actually talk about the game itself, I have some pretty massive frustrations, and it's on a hardware front and not the game front. Um, yeah. I still had... So there's there, there's three styles of controls. You have split Joy-Con, you have Pro Controller, and then you have handheld mode. And they are, in that same order, the best to play. So split Joy-Con's the best. Pro controller is is really good, but you miss out on some functionality, and then handheld mode is just garbage. Um, mm. So, well, even I, at the beginning, don't they? They they recommend you use the split joy cons. Like straight, yeah. straight away, it comes up saying, "Why not try split joy cons? Why not try it in assisted mode?" <laughs> nope, Dan mode. <laughs> um, so I still not have ri- my. I'm not rising to it. I'm not rising. <laughs> not rising to it. <laughs> so, I got my switch at launch. And it had one of the infamous left Joy-Cons that would desync. Like, you know what? Maybe it won't have that many issues with it. Because I know the controllers just got updated. I knew that wasn't going to fix it. But maybe something changed. Unplayable. Just physically could not play it. Joy-Con would desync every 15 seconds. And Mario would just run off on his own. So I I played the first couple hours in Pro Controller mode, which was great. But if you go into the action guide, it shows you which motion controls are only available with split Joy-Con. So you're missing out on a whole slew of of controls by playing in handheld or pro controller mode. So I went to Target and I bought another set of Joy-Cons thinking, great, this is going to be awesome. This will totally fix it. Get it home, start playing with it. Fucking right Joy-Con doesn't work. Really? Yeah, it's the strangest thing. So I started reading about it and it's actually another known issue where it would be random button presses unresponsive buttons or the camera uh the joystick would just kind of like lurch around and do its own movement so i'm driving around one of the tanks trying to aim it and you can use the motion controls to aim it but if you're using the joystick it'll override the motion controls but since it was like patchy connection it was switching really quickly between joystick and motion controls so it was just lurching all over the place totally is this specific to you said you you read up on it is this specific to mario or no, just r- there are right Joy-Con issues as well with unresponsive buttons, like random button presses. So I'd be running around trying to jump with Mario, and he just wouldn't be doing anything. Is your console not still under warranty? Well, the console's fine. It's the controllers that have the issue. Yeah, but surely you could take it back and then swap the controllers rather than spending $80 on new ones. Well, he- the plan is buy the controllers, put the old broken ones in, and return them. Or you could have just took them back in the first place and swapped them for some new ones. Well, that would... Re- no, you have to send them out to Nintendo to get fixed, and I didn't want to be without them. But surely if it's under warranty from the person you bought it from, they would swap them. No. Well, that is what warranty is. 
No. <laughs> I mean, well, it is. It's, that a, is what it's, a, is. it's a factory warranty. It's the manufacturer warranty, not the store warranty. The store only allows you like 15 days to return it. That's not very generous. No. Best Buy had to start doing that because people were returning shit way, way far and down you the road. say it's the country of freedom. <laughs> I bet game would have taken them back. So what I'm going to try today <laughs> is I'm going to try my old right Joy-Con with the new left Joy-Con. And if that works, then just return the busted pair. Yeah. It's the first time I've played a, a game on the Switch properly with split Joy-Con. It takes a minute to get used to. I, I, it took me only a few minutes, and then I was straight into it. It just everything makes so much sense. It's very intuitive. I, I, I found feel. that with the Wii Remote back in the day, though, when you first had the nunchuck with the Wii Remote. I was like, this kind of just feels right. It was interesting with yeah. the Mario Galaxy games. Like You had to sit in a specific style because of the, the motion controls, and I found myself, as soon as I, I, I flipped into split Joy-Con mode, like just lounging in the goofiest positions, like one hand on the back of the couch and the other one like tucked up like a little T-Rex claw playing a game, just whatever was comfortable. And then I'd try to do motion controls, and I'm like, oh, i got to sit up now. Uh, see, this is the first 3D Mario game I've played since Mario 64. Ooh. <laughs> so. Wait, have you never played Galaxy? Nope. <gasps> no idea. Missing out. Oh. No idea. I do not know what I'm missing. So this is important because uh, Zach Foley posted... Pinkies up! Siren! Pinkies! Pinkies! (laughs) Oh, God. Zach Foley posted something on the page about... Is everybody actually doing it, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is this why we need the webcams on, guys? Let's see. Where did I wanted to find it? Zach Foley posted something about... Mario Odyssey is now officially the best rated game of all time at from game rankings, which puts it at 98.79%. The one prior to that was Mario Galaxy. Wow. And oh, then wow. Ocarina I of Time. Would be Breath of the Wild. Then Ocarina of Time. Then Mario Galaxy 2. Oh my god. Then they Breath of the Wild. They make them good games, don't they? Yeah. What? What? Like somebody I saw in a comment forum somewhere posted, like, what kind of year has it been when there's been a launch console which has two Game of the Year contenders? And Nintendo's fighting themselves for Game of the Year. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's mad. That is crazy. Uh, this resurgence of Nintendo is crazy. Absolutely crazy. They seem After, to I finally mean, be compared paying attention. to the Wii. Compared to the Wii U, there's such a different vibe. Like yeah. people actually want this. And oh like, yeah, I think the Wii like U when was... I when I was when I saw like when Mike had it down in London, I wanted to play on it and things. But I will get one, just not right now. It's uh when I was at Comic Con yesterday, uh, Nintendo had this whole area, and everyone's just sat on the floor in circles playing, playing Switch, playing Mario Kart, playing uh, Pokemon Tournament, Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, Snipperclips. Like just loads of co-op and verses going on, and just and everyone's wearing the cappies and stuff, and there's just this huge buzz around it, and everyone's excited about Nintendo at the moment. It's a cool t- time for the for them. I'm glad they came out from the failure that was the Wii U, but I think the Wii U is a good stepping point for them to to sh- to to test pilot this playing games on a handheld console that's that big. I mean, I used to like playing on handheld on the Wii U; it was fine. 
it was pretty good. Yeah, but being tethered but, to another console connected to a power source somewhere was a bit cumbersome. Yeah, it was, but like I can, like you say, it's a stepping stone, isn't it? So yeah. The, th- the thing is, as well, the Switch, <clears throat> it it feels like a really quality piece of hardware. I mean, not knocking yeah. the Wii U. I mean, I I I loved playing games on the Wii U. I actually, I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but I enjoyed playing on the gamepad. And I mean, the Pro Controller was better, but the gamepad, nothing wrong with it. But it did feel like a toy. It felt cheap and like a toy. Yeah, like if you're going to drop the, it, the plastic would crack. Yeah, and the Switch, like I said, just it feels like an actual quality piece of hardware. And I think the one thing that I have with that. noticed a bit now playing a few hours in split Joy-Con mode is people with larger hands, the Joy-Con isn't as comfortable. It is a bit small. Did you not put your um, yeah. grips on? I did. Yeah, I'm playing without the grip. I find it more comfortable without the grip. I meant like yeah, from top to the bottom, grips. the the length of the controller. It, it it sits okay, like nudged into the palm of my hand, but the 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 gap between the joysticks and the buttons sometimes can be a bit too short. So you're kind of tripping over the joystick. Yeah, I kind of see what you mean. But, but aside from that, Mario itself, oh. It what? just oozes charm from the beginning. I mean, Mario games normally do, but th- seriously, the, from the very beginning, um, I mean, the very first part where you're controlling Mario, it's almost like a bit of a tutorial. I'm not going to spoil anything for anyone, so don't worry. Um, it almost Thank has like Mike. an almost... <laughs> it's all right. Um, it almost has a sort of Nightmare Before Christmas sort of Pinky's up. vibe to it. Pinky's up! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like Nightmare Before Christmas sort of vibe to it. And I've just... Immediately, I was like, still up? (laughs) Guys, are we sure that Tom isn't actually Lord Voldemort? Oh, God. They're still searching for him. (laughs) Sorry, Mike, go ahead. me, and I won't pay you. Uh, I'd finished, I think. (laughs) I don't know what you said. Oh, you said it had like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of feel to it. In that first tutorial bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like kind of uh, monochrome. So I wanted to ask you guys your opinion on this. Um... Reading through a lot of the reviews, which have mostly been perfect scores, and then subsequently the comments afterwards, the one thing that I find people bitching about that I don't understand why is that everybody is complaining about the reused trope of Bowser capturing Peach. Because it's the internet? That's like That's a Mario game. They're bitching about a Mario game being a Mario game. That's a really I don't understand. strange I don't, thing. To nobody plays Mario for the story, do they? I mean, come on. Well, I think it's these. I'm going to refrain from using the term I want to use, but I think it's it's people that are Wankers just on this on for. this push of let's change everything instead of appreciating something for what it was, and and they're reading more into what it actually is than a game. And they're trying to make a bigger deal out of it than it really is. It's just, it's what Mario is. Bowser always captures Peach, and you have to save her. And they're like, we're tired of this trope. Like, then don't play a Mario game. Yeah. you got to know what you're expecting. It'd be like play playing Mega Man and not going to fight Dr. Wily or somebody creating robots to destroy the world. Oh, I was playing so nice the hedge pig and not facing against a Robertnik. Yeah. I just, I, I found that something really, I found it weird for them to, single that thing out like i don't care yeah, i want to play a mario game yeah, i think they're I think all up in arms really about the damsel in distress and she's a helpless woman and things like that and they're just making more of a big deal out oh, of it than she, it really she is has a, she has a gun in um, mario rabbits doesn't she she's yeah. fine 
She's also a character in Super Mario RPG. I would honestly, though, like to see uh, yeah. a Nintendo game with Peach at the forefront. There is one. It's on the DS. Yeah. What's that? Uh, I will get the exact name. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking Prince, about. Princess Peach Supermodel. Is it? Uh, no, it's not Supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> Princess. Super Princess Peach. Yeah, that's the one. Is it good? I've never played it. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. I mean, like a like a proper full on game on on a console. I think that I mean she's a strong. Over ten years old, we could play it. Hmm. Let me take. Yeah, it's over ten years old. We could play it on the show. Yeah, I'd be down with that. We should. I'm not buying it from Amazon. Sixty one pounds. Ooh. A right rare game. A right rare game. <laughs> it's right um, here, that one. But other than your control, like your own controller issues, Eric, when it was working properly, how did you feel about the motion controls? Because for me, it all felt so intuitive. Nothing seems weird. Like sometimes back in back in the Wii days, they'd say, "Oh, you need to do this to do this," and it didn't feel like that's what you should be doing. Whereas this, every single thing that you do feels right. It they've really thought about it. I found myself immediately reverting back to. Mario Galaxy, where you could jump, wall kick, and then shake the nunchuck to jump up even higher, and it still works doing all of that same type of stuff. Um, I like how you can combine a bunch of the different moves. So he still has like his standard long jump, but then if you get really good with the controls, you can long jump, you can throw Cappy, and then dive forward off of Cappy, and then dive again to just clear massive gorges. Yeah, I've yeah. not got it, I've not got that down to a T yet, but I haven't trying. quite nailed that one. I saw a video on it. I'm like, I got to practice this, and man, it just it, it comes in handy. Plus, the uh, if if you do the wall jump and then jump out and throw Cappy back towards the wall, you can jump on it and get even higher. Nice. So you, it, you're kind of limited by your own creativity and how you want to get around. But I, I like how they they have. There's a lot of verticality within the levels. And the motion controls make it really cool to try to manipulate your way around there. And yeah. like we were talking about with Mario 64, the number of animations that they've given Mario in this is just incredible. Yes, well, he, then, like, sh- he shivers and stuff in the desert environment, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, like I told you guys yesterday, if you're in the desert world and you run into a cactus, he gets little cactus needles stuck in his nose for a while and his nose turns red. Aw. Poor <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Just cool little shit like that. It's it's such a fun game. And the music, too. That's the one thing that I've always liked about Mario games. Is oh, yeah. A lot of video games, music just kind of takes a backseat to it, and it just adds a little bit to it. But like, the music in here actually becomes almost like a character, and it just builds... this. It helps build this world around you. I love the uh, music in the Wood Kingdom, especially if anyone's got their... Christy and I were trying to I figure am. out if any of the songs were recreations or homages to previous Mario games. Hmm. Because we were in the Lake Kingdom and she was convinced that there were subtle undertones of Dire Dire Docks in there. I wouldn't be surprised if there was. I mean, they do have a tendency to do that. Hmm. What do you guys think about the new structure of the game? Because this one is vastly different. I was just going to say that, like, how does it feel compared to Mario 64? Because uh, is this more open world? 
Yes and it, no. Actually, it's very... If To me, I mean, I've not played the middle, the games between 64 and this one, but it feels like Mario 64 in the sense of you're put into a world and you've got this, like, sandbox to, to explore. It's like, it's like yes and no to it being open world, essentially. The way you could compare it to 64 is imagine being able to drop into any of the paintings and collect mm. all of the stars in one go without having to be kicked out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. The fact that you can pick up them because it gives you an actual objective moon to get, doesn't it? And then you'll just stumble upon other ones. Yeah. So does it feel does it feel like you're exploring more? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, for sure. So yeah, like definitely. kind of how Breath of the Wild was. But what's yeah. interesting is, is kind of the structure of the game is you've got the, I don't know how many kingdoms there are, but you go from kingdom to kingdom chasing Bowser's minions. When you get there, that's your goal is to go fight them. But to do that, well, once you get them, you have to still collect a bunch of other power moons to level up your odyssey to go to the next kingdom. Um, and it's anywhere from like seven to, to 10 or maybe 15 power moons that are needed to level up the, the ship to go on. But if you go into the, the menu and look at, the list of power moons for that level there can be like 60 or 70 power moons in that level but you cannot get all of them on your first visit yeah i like i'm pretty sure for each kingdom so far i've collected a third or perhaps less so are there upgrades then that's what i'm wondering is and i've been actively avoiding reading anything about this um when you get to the end of the game, surely something happens where you can go back through and collect the rest of the power moons. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. So it kind there of encourages is, I believe you to there is through. an end game, yes. Yeah. So. Do you guys know how many stars there is? Because I do. 880? 880. Sorry, not stars, moons. 880. Coins? Like. Uh-huh. Wow. Rings? I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and so far, I've probably put five hours into it and i've only got 45 how's the um, possession mechanic awesome oh it's so good i kind of forget it's there from time to time yeah i was wondering how often you would actually use it you use it it a lot you have to use it without spoiling too much my favorite so far is the goomba tower i've not done that yet oh okay yeah the goomba tower is cool now this isn't a spoiler because it was in the trailer but i was surprised at how early you got the t-rex yeah. Oh, yeah considering it was a big thing on the trailer and it's it's quite it's like, soon into the game like immediate yeah it's pretty it's fun t- it's a t-rex it makes a good impression for the first possession i, I like the little uh <laughs> the little stretchy caterpillars that you i forgot be. about that there's a bunch of moons name. in that 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 kingdom that i couldn't reach and then i'm like well I haven't tried capturing this thing yet, and then they turn into these little accordions that can help you stretch yeah. long, long gaps. But as you stretch them out, they make this really obnoxious accordion sound. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool because if you only move... Each time you move them, it plays the next note yep. in the sound, and then as they retract, it plays the note, same notes in reverse. But it's just that little detail of it. Of you and there are, some, to play. there are some enemies that you can't capture, but they'll still react to your cap. Um like yeah. there's enemies that you have to throw your cap at and then they catch it and start blinking and then they'll run at you and explode and you have to utilize them to blow up blocks and stuff that are, are in your way. That contain moons or something. Yeah. Like the, the like um, one creature, you throw the cap at him and he'll actually just throw the cap right back at you. So if you're hiding near like a crate and you stand behind that crate, it'll smash the crate and you can get the moons in there. What do you guys think of the swimming mechanic? Because that has drastically changed. I've not done any swimming yet. Um, 
Yeah, I really like it. I mean, again, this is I mean, you can only compare to Mario 64, so... So in this How has one, it changed since the previous ones? Mario 64, the second you hit the water, you're swimming on the surface, or you dive down and you're swimming in full 360. Here, you're swimming on the surface, and then you have to press left trigger, and he'll do, uh, he'll start to sink, and he'll just sink yeah. all the way to the bottom and walk along the bottom. And if you yeah. want to swim, you're tapping B, and he just swims up and then gradually sinks back down. So you're not actually controlling him swimming up or down or turning and all of that like you were in 64. Yeah, I think I it's l- way it. better. It's it's very intuitive. I I um, because the the water level you can either choose to play that one first or choose another one. Um, you come to kind of a fork in the in the road, and I uh purposefully avoided doing the lake kingdom at at first because I always hate water levels I, in games. Same thing for me. Yeah, but actually playing it has been a blast. So yeah, I really yeah, absolutely nailed the it. The thing that the thing I like about I don't remember which one of you said this, but. I really enjoy how you can just stumble upon random areas that are just teeming with things to do. Like the yeah. desert, you're in the town and you come up over a, a sand dune and there's a whole other section of puzzles to go through. And then you come across a different sand dune and there's a whole other section. Or in the woods, you fall off the edge and you're like, well, shit, I died. Nope, just kidding. There's a whole world down here. Yeah, exactly. You can easily come across these random areas and forget what your main objective actually was. It's really cool. I it love keeps, that. It, it keeps the exploration fresh because some of the power moons are stupidly easy to find. Like, hey, stomp on the ground right here and you'll <laughs> find one. Or go and solve this really intricate maze. Yeah. Yeah. What about the uh, costumes? Do you guys like that addition? I, yeah, I was stuck with the um, <laughs> the swimming costume for ages at one point. I love I that find one. a way to change it. Um, you know, you can just was... go back into the Odyssey at any time and go to the uh, closet and change. I did not know that. Or if you go into any of the shops that sell caps, you can just select the closet in there and change. Huh? No, I did. I did not. You know, you could do that. Yeah. I thought you had to go. You had to go to a shop. No. And at the point I was in the game, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. But. Um, yeah, it's cool. And then uh, I think that the first thing I did was bought a sombrero. It's the goofiest feature in the game, but it just <laughs> adds another little piece of life to it. Like the first outfit yeah. I bought, I, you just look like some sort of purple and yellow casino pimp running around with this obnoxious uh, hat oh, yeah. on. But do you know what I like is that that those um, items of clothing and those costumes are bought with... So there's there's coins and then there's currency that can only be spent in. Don't you mean rings? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can use the, the that in-game currency to buy those costumes. So there's no DLC to to buy. And there's there's a it. finite amount of kingdom currency in each level. There's a hundred of it. each. Yeah, kingdom currency. Have you started buying the stickers in all the kingdoms to put on your Odyssey? Oh, no, I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, they're like bumper stickers. So you go into the store, you go into the store each kingdom, and you can buy that kingdom sticker. And then the next time you go to your Odyssey, it's just plastered on the side of it. Like I've been here. Uh, I'm gonna have to go back and do that. Yeah, it's really that cool. Is so cool. <laughs> but I like mixing and matching the costumes too. You get like a top hat with your 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 flippers and your your swim <laughs> ring, and just running around looking goofy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, but the the costumes actually do have an effect. There are certain and there are certain NPCs within the level who will only interact with you if you're wearing a certain outfit. Yeah, so I think 
on part of the water level i couldn't go any further unless i was in a swimming costume with goggles yeah i just made it to new donk so. city and somebody wouldn't let me into a building unless i looked like a construction worker yeah that's that's exactly where i am in yeah. the game at the moment <laughs> new donk city is awesome yeah what a cool addition that's like i remember when i first saw new donk city in the trailers and i was just really unsure about the whole thing but then well i uh, thought the whole game was going to take place in the world like that yeah which is just really weird seeing Mario with all these humans. He's definitely disproportional. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, is that how much? Ever explained, or is it just? It's just one of the kingdoms. It's called Metro Kingdom. Uh, yeah. But Mike, how much did you actually get to play? Uh, I'm still in the desert at the moment, but I've spent ages in there just searching for moons and moons uh, and moons and more moons. Moons and moons. Um, yeah, but I haven't I haven't reached the boss on it yet. Okay. I keep I keep getting distracted. I keep seeing things in the distance. Going, oh, I'm gonna go look at there. Shiny. <laughs> There's another moon. Shiny. Ah, Skyrim. So Skyrim Mordrin, in other words. It's one yeah. of those games that it's just a blast to pop on and play for 15, 20 minutes because you know you're gonna find something. Exactly. I mean, I'm still just clunge deep into uh, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> so I don't want to neglect that for Mario. But Mario will be one of those games that I will dip in and out of all the time. So, I came into this knowing that as it stands right now breath of the wild is probably going to be my game of the year because it's one of the best games i've ever played i don't know if mario is going to usurp that for me well mine has always been horizon so far and if there was anything that was going to top it it could be could be mario that's because you haven't played persona 5 guys oh Oh, shit son (laughs) persona maybe if you didn't buy that you'd have enough money for a switch yeah. 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 Stop yeah, buying groceries. <laughs> you don't need to eat. <laughs> don't go to Australia. Yeah, cancel it. I'll get all that money back. <laughs> Crystal buy I'll, buy, I'll buy three switches. <laughs> then I'll buy me a chandelier for yeah. my kitchen. And I'm using the joint account. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> Wait, come back, Crystal. Come back. <laughs> nah. <laughs> no but um honestly persona 5 is still my game of the year even with breath of the wild well you you haven't played mario yet i know but that will be next year for me so. <laughs> oh. dan curtis one year behind yep anything else you guys want to chatter about with mario i i don't want to spoil it for too many people simply because it's still so new yeah, yeah I've, think... I've been fairly quiet because i'm trying to avoid saying anything that spoils anything for anyone i don't think we've said anything that spoils anything but uh, you know nothing that they haven't seen in trailers no there's a lot more i could say but at this stage i just it's it is a fantastic game and totally worth all the praise it's getting it's really made me want to play mario galaxy again but it's made me want to buy a wii and and buy mario galaxy yeah Because I feel like I'm I, missing out. I'd be surprised if they don't release that. Oh, on the, the other Switch. thing that happened yeah. is the Switch got an update to support GameCube controllers. Did you guys see oh, that? Did it? Yes, I did. So the oh, the GameCube man. adapter for the Wii U, you can now use GameCube controllers on the Switch. So that led people down one of two paths: either Smash Brothers is coming, or they're adding GameCube games to the supposed incoming virtual console which if either happens what's that however did you see the recent comments from big reg no nintendo america his body is reggie 
Uh, <laughs> oh, Big Reg said that basically um, the GameCube adapter... Sorry, I'll retract a little bit. Basically, the update allowed the Switch to support third-party peripherals. Peripherals. I'll get my words right. Um, and basically... Have you been the, to the Dan Curtis school of speaking? Put your teeth in. I have, indeed. Um, put your teeth in, man! <laughs> Brilliant. Um, it was actually a surprise to them that the um, GameCube Wii U adapter worked. They didn't realize it would work. Oh. So it oh, wasn't that, intentional. No, that was from Big Reg himself. Shit. Well, that could just be Nintendo Maybe throwing a red Reg. herring out there. What was that then? Maybe nobody told Big Reg. Has <laughs> anyone told Big Reg? <laughs> get his body didn't ready. Get, didn't get the memo. <laughs> but yeah, basically the update was it made third-party peripheral support and it actually surprised Nintendo that it worked. Apparently. I just imagine I just imagine Reggie to be at home, like playing a Wii Fit balanced on his side with one arm up in the air when he gets the news and just like, what? GameCube support? <laughs> My body was not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, though, I do hope that Nintendo really uh, pays attention to what people want because they clearly didn't do that with the Wii U and they seem to be doing it this time around. Um, they're back on track with having an actual hit home console with fantastic games. I would say that in the past three months, I've played my Switch twice as much as my ps4 well i said to you yeah. was it yesterday like if, if the games keep coming out for it i can see me it, it could be my number one console i think i don't think that if there was ever a game that came out on both ps4 and switch and was like a triple a title i'd choose the switch yeah but if it's an indie game i'm gonna probably err on the side of the switch because it gives me that portability of it Mm-hmm. I mean that's what that's what's so appealing about it, isn't it? Like just if you were the halves playing on watching the TV or something, just sit and play on the game. Yeah, it's just the one thing I do. Still, it still baffles me that you can get a home console experience on a, a portable. The other thing that I I really want to get though is another dock, so I can have one in the bedroom upstairs, so I don't need to worry about like oh let's unhook this and carry it upstairs, so you can just seamlessly drop it. But God, you are so lazy. Oh, we have two docks as well. But we only use. Only but you use have two one. consoles. Yes. Yeah. Do you? No. Yeah. I didn't well, know that. Because Cat has. A it's switch. Dan. It's not about being lazy. It's that my entertainment center is intricately wired, so it looks clean. And if I want to move that shit upstairs, I need to undo all of that. Yeah, I'm with Eric on this one. Lazy. <laughs> now, if I can get Alexa to do it for me. <laughs> Alexa, turn the kitchen to purple and move the switch dock. I mean, the one thing I will say, I mean, we're bigging up the Switch here, and obviously we're ripping on Dan for not having one, but if there is anyone listening and you, you have the cash available and you're umming and ahhing about getting a Switch, honestly, just get one. Oh, yeah. If, if you have the funds available, they are the tits. The only other honestly. console I've ever felt that way about is the 3DS. Anyone who doesn't own a 3DS and is interested in it just needs to buy one. See, I've got a 3DS. I don't use it very much. Oh, Dan. Well, you probably have one of the original 3DSs, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you need one of the XLs. Speaking I, of which... I don't like upgrading a console when... Oh, man. The then you're not going to like me because I ordered another 3DS. <laughs> It'll How be many my, have you got now? Uh, this will be my third. Oh, God. Yeah. They. Uh, I was super jealous when uh, Japan and Europe got the SNES 3DS XL. 
new 3ds xl yeah like i wish i'd do that with the north american one because the north american one's just sexier and i like the colors better and something about my childhood and things and stuff <laughs> well amazon had it on the front page last week exclusive to amazon the north american 3ds with a download code for uh snes mario kart it looks horrible, Eric. Ordered it. <laughs> it looks horrible. <laughs> Mike, you're shitting on my childhood. <laughs> Keep going, Mike. Well done. <laughs> I'm just going to look at pictures of it right now. Yeah, and I bet you vomit profusely. <laughs> no way. Speaking of vomit profusely, should we talk about Silent Hill 3? <laughs> just drooled all over myself are we are we doing <sighs> quite <laughs> God. i thought you said Good silent God. hill <laughs> i don't think people are gonna have to guess what we think about this game i mean i'm gonna preface this with it's not quite goof troop level of fart noise but <laughs> Mike, shut the hell up. <laughs> this game is hot rabbit pie farts. No, we don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes are still burning to this day. <laughs> but no, in, in okay. In all seriousness, to address Dan's segue, yes, this game of the week for Halloween three years in a row is Silent Hill Three. Not that we played it this three years in a row, but you get it. Silent Hill three years in a row. We've been doing this shit for three years. We've been doing this shit for five. Wow. Over five. That's depressing. Before we start, can we play a different horror series next year? Uh, 100%. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. 100%. Um, I've always been a really big advocate of Silent Hill. Loved one and two. Some of my favorite horror games of all time. This has made me question myself. That's not it's, your fault. Well, as everybody knows, I'm not good with horror games, but my god, this one is not scary in the slightest. No. Not like, even remotely scary. Well, nothing about nothing about scared me. I cuz it took me a while to get back in the groove cuz I was like surely something's going to be freaky about this, but it's it's just not. So I was telling you guys that with the we're just, I don't know how we're going to address this game. It's just going to be a conversation, I guess is what we decided how we're going to do these from now on. But I have one very vivid memory of this game actually being unnerving and it's the the room a couple hours in, I guess depending on how long you're playing. Uh not by the game clock, which I want to talk about later, I think is broken. Um, the mannequin room, where you walk in and there's a mannequin, and then you walk around the back, grab something, you hear a scream, and you come back, and the mannequin's head is on the ground covered in blood. That that unnerved me, but it, it just left a, a a vivid impression on me. Whenever I think of Silent Hill 3, I think of that room. Well, I know the beginning portion really well, like the tutorial and then i know nothing between there and the mannequin room i had zero recollection of this game none whatsoever so i don't know your mind trying to block it out i mean it clearly has to be 
Pinkies up! <laughs> I'm still doing it. I can't this believe you heard that. So the game itself, story-wise, let's let's at least give some. Pinkies up! <laughs> Jesus, Tom. You're like the new Aaron with his dogs. I have to have the door open. It's too hot. You know what a fan is, right? Yeah, but that would, the microphone would pick it up. I have a fan under my desk, blowing up my oh, nether bits. Yeah. Oh, that's quite... That's interesting. <laughs> Smarter, not harder, Tom. <laughs> Tom speak for it. Let's move on. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so you play as Heather. 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 And um, Mason. Shut up, Tom. Don't ruin it yet. You didn't even play this. You don't get to reveal that. Oh, I'm editing that out. <laughs> publish uh you play as heather she's in a mall and falls asleep at a burger shop and goes into this just wretched nightmare at a theme park and you can kind of explore around not really do anything but as soon as you die you wake up from the nightmare and you're like oh man i gotta go take a shit so <laughs> she goes to the bathroom and she's followed by this creepy dude who's like hey heather i just want to talk to you She's like, no, get away from me, old man. She goes in, takes her dump, climbs out the window, and then everybody's gone in the mall. And Can I um, can I just say something about the, the detective guy? He didn't have pants so- on. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> when I booted up my PS2, I found that I still had the save from a completed where I'd completed Silent Hill 3 before. So I had a new game plus, or as it's called in this, extra new game. when when you play through the extra new game if you put the konami code in beforehand douglas isn't wearing trousers or a shirt so he's got he's just got boxer shorts he's got his socks he's got his shoes he's still got his jacket on and his tie but no shirt under that and no pants every time you talk to him you try to be serious and just stood there and there's a bit later on where he's um He's got an injured leg and he's sat on a bench and his like legs are just splayed. He's just there in his boxer shorts, just like laid back, like, oh, I think my leg's broken. Definitely not uh, scary. No. <laughs> didn't uh didn't Heather have a different outfit for you too? Yeah, so to unlock different outfits, basically when you complete it, you get different codes to put into this new option on the menus on the title screen. And depending what you put in, you get um, different outfits so all the way through i was wearing this one if you put princess heart in um she wears like a almost sort of sailor moon outfit with these big like colorful like earmuffs and antenna that glow did you <laughs> again have, not scary at all did you have the heather beam with that too <laughs> no no oh. you have to over several playthroughs you have to kill them out of a certain amount of enemies to get that because that weapon seems awesome basically she's like cyclops and just shoots lasers out of her eyes yeah, and I think you need that to get the joke ending as well. But you essentially cheated. Yep. On this playthrough. Yep. Unlimited I'm proud. bullet submachine gun. <laughs> so yeah, because of the extra new game, I got a, a submachine gun. Yeah. I mean, I and guess you, you, I I guess you earned it. It was a yeah. reward for playing through this hot pile of garbage before. Oh, God, and what a hot pile of garbage it is. Um, so... To address what you spend 90% of your time in this game doing, uh, it's checking locked doors. 
everything yes. is locked. Whereas in Silent Hill 1 and 2, it wasn't that bothersome because there were an equal amount of unlocked doors. But the ratio here is like for every hundred doors that you come across, one is unlocked. They like doors in this game as well, don't they? There's a lot of them. Well, and they put you in these environments where there's just naturally going to be dozens and dozens and dozens of doors. So you're in this mall with these creatures that really aren't all that terrifying. They just look like balls of snot with teeth and legs. And you're checking all these doors and, and none of them are unlocked. And it just becomes a frustration point. And then you're checking your map and you're like, red X, red X, red X, red X, red X, red X, red X. And it just continues on and on and on and on and on. And it becomes tiresome. Yeah. That is what this game is. is Silent Hill 3 Locked Door Simulator. Uh, nearly as good as Dino Crisis. Power Pound Simulator. Good God. Um, but mean, yet, the, you're right. The ratio is so off on this. I mean, there are later on in the game, there are some rooms where you literally, there is nothing to do in them apart from there's enemies. So it's there to try and kill you. Yeah, and if you if you take into account the game's generation of supplies, so if you enter certain areas with little health or little ammo, more health and more ammo will show up. So it be, kind of comes this game of if you know where these these triggers happen, you can fire off a few bullets to get under that cap, and then you'll get 20 bullets instead of 10. So by firing off two bullets, you'll get 20 instead of 10 or none, but then sometimes you have to go into a room that has three enemies that you have to kill just to get to the items, and it makes it pointless. I didn't know that. Yeah, Silent Hill 1 and 2 both did that. So if you walk in with a ton of health, there won't be any health items. No, I didn't know that either. Well, I yeah. didn't know. There's See, the, the guide that really, I'm using actually I don't really gives use you... the guns on Silent Hill. So The guide that I was using actually gives you a breakdown of how the game calculates everything. It gives one point... To, it gives a point to everything, and then it, com- it compares it against itself um, in this really intricate algorithm that it tries to explain. And I just went, well, I don't care, because <laughs> I had 200 bullets at the end for my handgun and 60 shotgun shells. Um, I use the katana almost exclusively. I use the submachine gun. <laughs> <laughs> you I don't just, say. I just ran away from everything, because you can dodge everything very easily the creepers if they got you cornered would just pummel the shit out of you though the guys with the big ass arms oh the closers closers yeah yeah um no you could dodge them easy as well well yeah you could but if they got a hold of you i was playing it and i weirdly found myself using the d-pad rather than that analog Mm -hmm. stick it seems easier to control i don't know why tank controls isn't it well it wasn't necessarily tank control no, it wasn't tank controls because the, the the forward was always forward for her. You can kind of swap the controls, though, can't you? I think so. From 3D to 2D mode, which makes no sense. Because I think some of the other ones the were... Game. I guess now that I'm playing it, I don't really recall. Because the tank control styles never bothered me, where right is always to her right instead of to the right of the screen. Hmm. I didn't find any issues with the controls. I thought it was... I, it took me a while to get back into it, but it was it was all right. Yeah. I always forget, because obviously it, feel, it make, makes you feel like you're playing a Resident Evil game, 
and um, majority of the Resident Evil games to do a quick turnaround. It's just back and square. Whereas quick turnaround on this was L1 and R1 together, which I always forgot every single time. Oh, you know what I kept doing wrong with the controls? Bringing up the menu and the map, they seem like they're on the wrong buttons. Oh, yeah. Select should be the map and triangle should be menu. Yes. And I kept doing it over and over again. I was like, so Yeah. <laughs> and you have to use the map so much in this. I mean, I, you know, I was using a guide this time. I imagine how much of a ball ache this game would be without a guide. Well, I enjoyed Silent Hill 1 and 2 without a guide because the exploration wasn't in these huge sprawling areas. It was pretty succinct. Like, you were in a school, you were in a hospital with three levels and, like, five or six rooms on each level. So it wasn't that hard to kind of figure things out. This, you're in a mall area with hundreds of doors and, like, six branching hallways, which... I think it's cool that they expanded it and gave you more areas, but they didn't put anything in here. Which mm-hmm. also then turns into a nightmare version of the mall, which completely changes it. So, and, yeah, I think and then it has dead ends as well. The one thing we always bitched about in the other games is the absurdity of the puzzles, and this game took it to the next level. Oh my god, did it. The it's dumbest crazy. shit that makes I, no sense. I haven't quite got over the burning the pork liver to make a painting disappear. <laughs> Like, what is that about? <laughs> well, I mean, you needed some sort of of flammable substance because the two other chemicals you had wouldn't ignite on their and own. Pork liver is the obvious choice. Well, for if her to would, just be... If only she'd been in rooms with tables where there was an ample supply of wood. Or the painting directly in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that drove me nuts in the mall, though, was you get this acorn on one side of the mall... And you That's have a walnut. to oh walnut yeah you have to walk all the way to the other side of the mall for the second time to find a testicle vice in a sex shop <laughs> to crush it. Like, yeah, why really? couldn't she just stand on it or something? Yeah. Oh, the very first puzzle. The very first one was the most obnoxious. You go in, you find the first save point in the mall, and there's a crate. There's a pallet on the floor, oh, and you God, can see yes. some keys under. You can see the keys an inch down and she looks at it and goes hmm those are too far away to reach and she also says the boxes are too heavy to move and i was like you lazy bitch you could take your your shoe off and fish it out you could lay down and like shove your arm in there or you could reach through the gap and grab it but no you need to go to the other side of the mall to get a hook yeah coat hanger or something yeah Oh, no, the coat hanger is for, oh, for the ladder. The reaching to up to the grab ladder, the ladder. Yeah. All right. Which is also mental. <laughs> like, why would you think I will take apart a wire coat hanger to reach a ladder? Oh, the, other, wouldn't, would you? the other one that was great was when you ran into the hallway with all the bats. Oh, they were moths, I think, actually. And yeah, moths the, or bats or something. Yeah, so then you have to you have to get your science head on and combine combine chemicals to make chlorine gas, which would kill her instantly. <laughs> <laughs> to kill evil moths, which will. Um, um, what about the one where you had to throw the hairdryer in the lake? What was that about? I have absolutely no so idea. apparently there there was this this water passageway where this monster was eating the workers, and one guy left a a note about it. He's like, don't try to cross it, you'll die. And Heather just happens to have a hairdryer and there just happens to be an outlet next to this underground waterway that she plugs into and throws it in there and kills the monster. 
Do you guys know about the uh, extra new game bit that's part of this as well? No. So, <laughs> after you killed him, obviously this happened to me when playing the extra new game. You, um, <laughs> after you've thrown the hairdryer in the water, you go to uh, go across the bridge across it, and it randomly says, "Do you want to throw your steel pipe into the water?" And then suddenly, there's just this like still image of this like woman that looks a bit like an angel without wings, holding two pipes, a golden one and a silver one. And oh, in, like yeah. a re- in a really posh voice, she's like, "Ooh, did you throw my gold pipe into the water?" <laughs> and you put and you and you put you press no, and it's just, "Oh, maybe it was my silver pipe." And like, no. And then you get a third one. Oh, perhaps it was this filthy steel pipe that you dropped. And you put yes, and then she gives you the gold pipe. <laughs> the oh, gold and silver wow. pipes. <laughs> Which <Good> Lord. <laughs> mean fuck all as well, as far as I can find out. I mean, I do like that they put some joke shit in there, like the dog ending <laughs> from 2 or the UFO yeah. stuff, but... Um, I, I used the steel pipe pretty ex- exclusively until I got the katana, but the combat in this is janky again. Oh, yeah. Really bad. Like This is why I ended up running from things, because half the time, you just get hit. I mean, I know you can block on this one, but... <laughs> Getting the timing down. Oh, especially when you're trying to fight the insane cancers. Oh, I didn't fight any of them. I just ran away. Well, there's a couple towards the end of the game in the church that you have to fight because they're blocking doors and there's one on either side of you and they'll they'll basically surround you and just smother you. But um, they'll start their attack motion and you have to hit, you have to swing right as they're about to attack to interrupt it and you have to do that three or four times in a row and then they'll fall to the ground and then rinse repeat but if you miss it just once their attacks are so devastating you need your bulletproof vest on son did you guys uh, wear that machine gun once for the fight with uh, what's it called the the missionary yeah well i didn't oh, wear it for the yeah. missionary because you had to move pretty quick for that uh, my guide said wear it so i wore it i wore it for the fight against leonard no that i've just run away on that fight did you guys find any of the bosses particularly difficult? I didn't find them difficult, but, but I was wrestling with the camera most of the time to try and keep them in focus. That first split worm one, I think I had done in less than a minute. I know Mike had it done in, what, 15 seconds? <laughs> Something like that. Just having it with a submachine gun. <laughs> How many times did it get to come out of the wall? One? That, yeah, just that first time. <laughs> Dead. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Dan, going back to what you said before about how frustrating it must be without a guide, the first time I ever played this was without a guide, and my god. It, wow, it well done, man. It killed me. Absolutely killed me. Um, th- I think there might have been a couple of points where I nipped in just to double-check like the solution of a puzzle or something. That I wasn't 100% sure, but generally the exploration was completely by myself, marking it off the map and everything. And Ugh. yeah, honestly, it was... And Jesus. I'll bring up when you get on to about the game clock in a bit, Eric. I'll I'll bring up my old save as well. Um, but yeah, the submachine gun on those bosses, even the missionary, he didn't even get a chance to come near me. <laughs> <laughs> Leonard, the only one that go ahead. The only one I had trouble with was um, on the merry-go-round. What a stupid boss! Because oh, the oh wait, no, are you talking about the merry-go-round boss or the boss on the merry-go-round? The 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 boss on the merry-go-round, the okay. dark Alexa. Not ju- you actually fight America round in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh yeah. So you get on this merry round and there's a one of the horses has a spike driven through its head with a note on it. I don't remember what it says. Now, but bear in mind this merry round instead of wooden horses, it's actual real horses like butchered up and like wrapped with bandages around them and stuff. 
Yeah, so after you read that note, it starts to go around and all the horses go up and down and start spewing venomous gas out of their mouth. And you just have to go and attack these horses bouncing up and down, and there's 12 of them, and it gives you a riddle like once 54, no, once 12 becomes 5 or something like that. So you have 54 total revolutions of the merry-go-round to attack this thing and, and kill all of these horses that aren't moving. Sounds great stupid boss Jesus (laughs) did you guys find um, the weird room in the hospital where it kind of had a mirror yeah and um, and then it started going weird on the other side of the mirror so my guide told me that you can make it out of that room I couldn't and died really you can you just have to wait till a certain point so what it said was you walk in you see the mirror you try to get out and the door is locked and then uh, like these crazy blood worms start encroaching behind the mirror and then they come out the sink next to you. And what my guide said is you have to wait for those to hit the door and then you can get out. No, no, no. Your guide is stupid. I Basically, just kept rattling the doorknob until it let me out. I did it till I died. The way to know when you can go to the door is um, because the entire time you're in front of the mirror, if you move, the mirror, the reflection will move as well. Uh-huh. Eventually, it'll get to a point where the reflection will just stop. And you, you're still moving, but the reflection stops moving. At that point, the door is open. Oh. Yeah, that's when I went out. And um, did you also go in the room in the hospital where some weird guy rings you with a phone and a locker? And he starts singing happy birthday? Yes. Yeah. Bizarre. And then you can find a weird room where he's left your presents. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, based on what you get for presents, is based on... That algorithm again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got health. I got a couple bits of health, and that was it. <clears throat> nothing, nothing super fancy. Well, I was... Um, I, won't, I, I won't touch on it now until we sort of get looking at the story, um, but when we get onto the plot and kind of go through because I've started to do it now it's not going to make any sense but once we start going through the plot and everything there is actually something I found which does a full plot analysis and it mentions exactly why he sings happy birthday to you the several different ages and um, why he leaves presents for you and stuff like that which I'll get to when we get to that part of the plot yeah I mean all to be revealed I think we can get to that because there's the game, this game itself is one giant fart noise. As a physical game, it sucked. And I hate saying that because I really like Silent Hill and I was, I was hoping that you were going to be wrong. Like, I've never wanted somebody to be so wrong. But it's man. Only, the, only, the only thing that I really liked about it, I thought there was a real step up in facial animation. I thought for the PS2, this looked great. Yeah. Because um, it looks like it runs on the same engine as Metal Gear Solid 2 to me. Um, the faces and look very similar and things like that, and uh, and then I was, but the voice acting is atrocious. Well, it was early PS, oh, not early. Oh god, yeah, mid PS2 voice acting, so, but atrocious. <laughs> yeah, pretty shit. Like, um, so I, I don't know if any of you have ever seen. Um, it's part of Eddie Izzard's stand-up where he, he's comparing English and American drama, um, theater and drama. And uh, he's got this one bit where he's like, in an English film, there's just a guy sat in a room arranging matches. Another guy will come and go, oh, 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 sorry, what are you doing? Uh, oh, arranging matches. Oh, oh. And it just reminds me of that. This is all so stunted and just like, strange. <laughs> and the, ca- the, the cadences like are so weird. they're not speaking to each other. It's, it's, 
the cadences are so weird as well. When you first meet Vincent, he goes, my name's Vincent. Don't forget it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. No, they're, just, they're, just, they're just talking so, about the most stupid nonsense as well. well. And she's got, she has to, she has some of the dumbest dialogue too. She says something really dumb when she's going down the elevator. Like, oh God. This this must be a dream, but I feel like I'm awake. Like just oh, stupid yeah. shit. I like the I like when just before you fight Leonard when she goes, "Well, you're not a person anyway." Yeah, she takes this weird switch halfway through the game of being really nervous and scared and unaware of what's happening, and then halfway through, without warning, she's like, "Yeah, well, fuck you." I mean, not that that's what she says, but like that's her demeanor. She just doesn't care. I mean, I understand that that kind of explains a little bit in the story, but the game does a shit job of explaining its own story. Oh yeah, gotcha. But there was we, I was playing it the other night, and uh, there was some terrible Heather dialogue, and uh, Hazel just goes, "Did the creators of this game? That, sorry, the creators of this game have they ever met a teenage girl before?" <laughs> <laughs> just the shit that she says. Clearly not. I don't think, I don't think they have. <laughs> So let's talk about the story. Um, this game is directly affected by the events of Silent Hill 1. Silent Hill 2 really has no bearing on this game aside from the fact that it took place sometime in the 17-year gap between 1 and 3. And was much better for it. Yes. But I liked that, though. I, when I played Silent Hill 2 and realized it was a completely different, unrelated story, I envisaged that if there was going to be a third one, they'd do it again. You know, I did... think it's more about this, the story of the town affecting somebody's personal psychosis. And, like, this one isn't. It's more well, about what's going on at Silent Hill. It, it is kind of somebody's personal psychosis a little bit because... And this is the one part of the game that I really, really enjoyed because uh, I did not see this coming uh, until Tom ruined it at the beginning. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, Sorry, guys. Boy, for someone who doesn't, who didn't play the game, he sure knows the plot twist. Sure know a lot. <laughs> um, so about half, you know, after you get out of the mall and you go with creepy underpants detective to Silent Hill, there's a great plot dump that basically reveals the fact that uh, Heather, Heather is Cheryl. Oh, no. <laughs> Isn't Cheryl? Cheryl. She's, she's my daughter. Like, likes to go by the name Heather. She's a little she's girl. Dead. No, no, not Heather. Heather. Cheryl. <laughs> Heather. You seen her? Little girl. That's why he couldn't find her. She used, she used to be nine. That's probably why Harry gets killed because he's just asking the monster. Whoa! All this spoilers! Question. Whoa! Good we always spoil game. Dad, well, you gotta work up to it. <laughs> yeah, Harry's dead. Well, not <laughs> is dead. He dies. Oh, poor Harry. Well, the thing is, right? I attempted to play Silent Hill three ages and ages and ages ago, and I think I played it for about ten, fifteen minutes. So. When I actually went to go complete again, I already knew about her being Cheryl. Well, not Cheryl, but knew her being Harry's daughter. Because Cheryl. the first ever time I went to go play Cheryl. it, where I literally played it for a few moments, Have you seen her? <laughs> the That's girl I was dating daughter. at the time, 
happened to look into it. Happened to look online, and literally, as I was booing it up, she goes, "Oh, you play as Harry's daughter from the first one." Oh. Uh, <laughs> so have you seen her? I'm gonna. I'm gonna do my best to explain who Cheryl slash Heather slash Alessa are real quick. Uh, so Dahlia Gillespie from the first game, which was the occult leader that Harry was battling, uh, gave birth to a little girl named Alessa, and Alessa was meant to be the vessel for which their god was going to be born. So they kept her shackled and in a basement in a hospital for years. And that's why there's so many hospital references in Silent Hill. Because well, you've, you've got it a little bit mixed up there. The, um, the original Alessa was Dahlia's daughter. It was way before Harry was there. It was Dahlia's daughter. Yeah, that's and what I was saying. Cool. You said that the thing that Harry beat... No, Harry, Harry was fighting against Dahlia. What? Wasn't he? No, so but- basically, this the cult wanted to birth this new god and they used Dahlia's daughter who was Alessa um Alessa um was part of the cult as well as a little child and then when she was seven or eight years old um it's never known whether it was intentional or not but Dahlia set fire to the house that Alessa was in and Alessa basically was in a completely burnt state and she was kept alive because of um, that's right okay yeah and during that time yeah and during that time in the fire half of her soul was was killed and recreated as an infant on the side of the road. Yeah. And as Harry and his wife were leaving Silent Hill from vacation, they found this baby on the side of the road, and since they couldn't have children of their own, adopted this gutter baby. Essentially, the reason why the baby baby ends up split and becoming Cheryl is because it's the good parts of Alessa um, not wanting, basically, to birth the god. So she knows that if she splits herself into two, as long as the two can't meet, she can't be the vessel for the god. But then as Cheryl starts getting older, she starts asking her dad to go back to Silent Hill like this this essence inside of her is awakening and drawing her back to Silent Hill. So on the trip back, the visage in the road that causes the accident is actually Alessa. And when she wakes, when Harry wakes up, uh, Cheryl is gone. And that's why you're looking for Cheryl. Have you seen, have you seen her? <laughs> but then... <laughs> She's my daughter. <laughs> daughter. The thing I'm daughter. confused about, Mike. <laughs> Go on. How does she, so Cheryl? She, Heather is Cheryl. Cheryl becomes Heather. Mm-hmm. So, so what are you confused about? Uh, so at the end of the game, let me just make sure I have this straight. At the end of but, Silent Hill One, yep. Harry finds Cheryl. Mm-hmm. They move to Portland. Yep. And apparently Harry is involved in some sort of murder trial. Yeah, basically there was some um, occult fan that ended up being shot by Harry. So they 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 assume pseudonyms mm-hmm. of, I don't know what Harry took on, but um, Cheryl took on the name Heather. Yes. Meant for the rest of the time, Heather has to spend her time telling Harry to stop calling her Cheryl. Because he's just wandering around going, have you seen her? She's called Cheryl. <laughs> Dad, I'm right just, here. I was just thinking while you were talking about the cult thing. Like, how did they get people into this cult? Do they have, like, posters which say, like, must love monsters and setting up really elaborate puzzles? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the, well, the thing is, the first Silent Hill, the reason why there's the other world, like the dark world, that is basically Alessa trying to stop Dahlia from finding her because Alessa doesn't want Dahlia to find her to basically complete the... And the, to the, God. the other world or the reverse world is a physical manifestation of the torture and pain that she suffered in the basement of the hospital. Yes. That's why there's a lot of hospital references. Yeah, that's correct. And you'll and see a lot of it's burnt and stuff like that. In Silent Hill 1 and 3, you actually go into the room where Alessa was held. Yes, that's correct. So then at the end of Silent Hill 1, as you said, he he gets another baby, doesn't he? So he he fights it's is it Samael? I can't remember how you pronounce it. Because it's not pronounced they don't say it in Silent Hill 3, it's only written down. Yeah. Looks like Samuel but elongated. Yeah, Samuel. Um, yeah, and that and explains the age difference between Cheryl and Heather. What do you mean, sorry? So Cheryl at this time was seven. Mm-hmm. And Heather's seven. There are records. Years, there are records. I think it was Leonard or somebody. No, Detective, uh, whatever is nuts, underpants. Um, <laughs> detective underpants. <laughs> he had a record. He had a he had a note of well, Cheryl should be twenty four. But Heather only looks like she's 17. Yeah, because she is only 17 because he got a new baby. Who just picks up random babies on the side <laughs> of the road and rate? Like, how he must not have loved Cheryl that much. He's like, well, guess she's dead. Oh, a new baby. <laughs> well, this actually, the going do- back to the, what dog I said fr- before, the dog from Silent Hill 2 came along and said, just take this. <laughs> that's, that's Cheryl. Shut up. <laughs> well, going back to what I said before about the. Um, the phone call with the birthday and he he says like three different ages the three different ages are the age cheryl should be um which is 24 yeah then there's the age that alessa would be because obviously alessa was eight then created cheryl as a baby so that would add another eight years onto that um and then i think he also mentions her heather's actual age doesn't he which is 17 I think he says but, 31 as but well but then he also yeah which would have been sh- alessa's uh, age alessa's real age oh, okay yeah. Um, but then he also says there, there's a spot later in the reverse hospital. And this part was really cool when the the reverse world got really fuzzy and you couldn't really see anything. It was really grainy and, and fuzzy. Like Heather was really clear, but like the walls and everything just kind of were this really porous texture that you couldn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what part it was in, but if you had done the phone call thing down in the basement, there'd be something outside the birthday room. It would say happy first birthday or something like that. So there's also a reference to a first birthday. Yeah, I saw that too. Which I'm I not sure who the, on that one. I wonder who the first birthday is. Probably. The so dog. Heather isn't actually Cheryl, but she's a recreation of the soul of Cheryl slash half of Alessa. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused, guys. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Look at that character relations chart that I sent you, Dan, mm-hmm. in WhatsApp. Do I have to? I just want to forget about this game, Eric. <laughs> Basically, the, the short version is at the end of Silent Hill One, he ends up with the half of he ends up with another baby that's half of Alessa's spirit, and Alessa is the one that they wanted to birth a god out of years and years ago, who ended up being burnt. And at the end of this game, what? when Heather <laughs> faces off <laughs> against, um, what's her name? Ju- Ju- Claudia. 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 Yeah, she just vomits out the god. And then Claudia's like, I'll eat that. And <laughs> well, the thing is, like a, like a true American. I just chows down on it. Waste not, want not. Yeah. 
Well, Claudia was gonna the real. <laughs> Are you gonna eat that? Get some <laughs> mustard on it. <laughs> Sauerkraut. <laughs> so Claudia was, I'm led to believe, was Alessa's childhood friend. Yes, originally, and she was. Claudia called the looked like well. she was like sixty. Oh yeah, she looked. Time rough, has man. not been kind to her. I thought she looked like an elf from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> And she, I kept picturing Legolas all the time. <laughs> Claudia is the one who hires Detective Underpants to look for Heather. <laughs> Detective Underpants. <laughs> so why is Claudia's dad a demon? Well, he was one of the occult worshippers. He was a knight of the Sacred Seal. Which the Sacred Seal no, is the, no, the Metatron. No, no. The, the Megatron? Yes, Megatron. That's a Megatron. Yeah. This, so the seal that you see for the save point is the seal of the Metatron, and they created the Metatron. Is a Metatron of Undertale? I think it is. It's the robot of Undertale. Hold on. I need to find... There's a spot in this guide that talks about the Metatron and the importance of it, but at the end of the game, Claudia basically reveals that the Metatron is worthless, mm-hmm. so then you have 10 seconds to open your inventory and use the pendant that your dad gave you. Which is full of a red fluid um, from the first game that I can't remember what it's called that basically can stop the stop the the god being born. And I can't for life of me remember what it was called. It's probably Terps or something. <laughs> I can go with Terps. <laughs> white Spirit. To get rid of this god, combine Terps and White Spirit with some pork liver and set fire. <laughs> Oh dear. But essentially, the thing that annoys me with Claudia and her relationship with Heather is Claudia wants Heather back at Silent Hill because you don't actually start at Silent Hill in this game. It's only about halfway through you actually go to Silent Hill. And I felt really cheated by that, not to sidetrack that, but the hospital was reused, the town was reused, the Toluca Park was reused. Mm hmm. Just straight out of Silent Hill, too. Yep. Um,. And the very first time you see Claudia, you don't really get a grasp of what complete she's on about. But Heather's like, oh, you did this. You create, you made everyone disappear and there's all the monsters here and stuff. And Heather's hatred for her really escalates all of a sudden. For ages. Um, <gasps> Is that your package? Here. That's the package at the door. With me. I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> oh, man, let's listen to this exchange. <laughs> I'm trying to find what the the seal of the Metatron uh, symbolizes. I know it's in that guide that I'd sent you guys, but I can't. There's a lot of words there, and I don't read words fast. (laughs) (laughs) You just hear the cupboard creak. (laughs) Thank you. And I'm back. (laughs) Well done, Mike. Amazon guy is now part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you were saying. Yeah, um, Heather's hatred for Claudia, like, instantly is just rabid. Like, she instantly just detests her. Well, what's interesting is is as you go through this game, the, the soul of Alessa within Heather starts to awaken. And that's why all of this other shit starts happening, because... Um, Heather, Alessa understands it's probably for the best that Heather dies. 
And they actually make a, a, a statement about that towards the end. Who's uh, Alessa again? Alessa, <laughs> Alessa is the original daughter that was that was birthed by the occult to give birth to the god. So they and needed. She, so is she in this one? She was the fourth clone of Big Boss. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Alessa Snake. <laughs> it goes, Dan. I thought I thought the fourth clone was Solid Snack. Dan. <laughs> so Light Snack. It goes, it goes Dahlia, who's the mom. It goes Alessa. Then Alessa kind of dies and splits into two and remains half Alessa. And then the other half becomes Cheryl. You can Cheryl... say she's a lesser person. <laughs> Good one, Michael. Oh, dear, Michael. Then Cheryl dies <laughs> and becomes Heather. What, 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 she, Cheryl becomes Cheryl. Dude, dude, you could explain it to me a million times. This does still not make sense. Look at the chart I sent you. It will make sense. I don't want to. <laughs> you can only lead a horse to water. <laughs> Go buy a switch. So, but you can't put them on a merry-go-round. One of those camp horses again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, later in the game, they actually make a reference to the fact that Heather would... It'd probably be best for the world if Heather died, mm. and that's Who's why. Again? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. She's the the the, the girl you're playing. Oh right, okay. I Who's half a less apart, Cheryl? <laughs> Whose dad was Harry and is now dead. And all woman. Oh yeah. <laughs> But how sad was that, though, when you you walk in and discover that Harry Mason had been murdered? Mm-hmm. Yes, that was real I didn't, sad. But I didn't believe it really happened because half the stuff on Silent Hill doesn't really happen. So, um, I, I just I just thought he would pop back at some point. Pick his up. up. <laughs> Good Lord, Tom, move to a safer neighborhood. <laughs> Tom, do you literally live in the ghetto? In yeah, the ghetto. Uh. What about the scene later in the game after Detective Underpants hurts his legs and he's sitting there and kind of he's philosophizing about things and as Heather walks away, he pulls a gun on her. Mm. Yeah, well, he suddenly realizes maybe it might be better if she's dead. Because he was hired by the occult to find her to bring her back so they could birth forth the god. And then he's starting to realize, well, maybe that's a shit idea. Mm. Well, it's, he changes his... a very good cult if they need Detective Underpants. <laughs> 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 it's when Harry dies that he changes his tune because Claudia has the missionary kill Harry because he wants she wants Heather to basically be full of hate and to get her to go to Silent Hill because uh, in order to 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 uh, create this god it feeds off of hatred and fear. Yes. Would would a postcard not have sufficed? <laughs> Come to Silent Hill. <laughs> It seems like a very elaborate plot. It it is and it isn't. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I I'll still stand by it. The game is shit. I still really like the story behind Silent Hill. And now that I've taken the time to read through some plot analysis and understand the hierarchy of of the characters and how they interconnect, I still really like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to explain who Alessa is again? Who's Cheryl again? <laughs> Little girl, black hair. She's my daughter. 
You seen her? Have you seen? Have you seen her? <laughs> she came this way. And and, and who saw light snack? So <laughs> light snack. I imagine Dan just gets to work every day. What do I do here? <laughs> what? <laughs> who are you? What do you mean? What do you mean? I don't work here. <laughs> Who's Crystal? Have you seen Cheryl? <laughs> Or Heather, I'm not sure. What about the final boss? Shit. Really stupidly easy. It's shit. So to get story-wise, you end up at the final boss because um, basically Claudia and Heather end up in front of each other. She thinks she's going to use the Megatron. Megatron doesn't work. Um, as we said before, um, Heather <laughs> then... doesn't work. <laughs> Heather takes that red stuff from a pendant and she, like, coughs up what essentially is a fetus. Which doesn't make sense because you... uh, mm, Human anatomy, your uterus isn't connected to your stomach and you can't just cough shit out of your uterus. Yeah, that really It would have been better for her to, like, (laughs) squat down on the ground and be like... (laughs) Oh, pooped him. Sorry, that got a little graphic. Yeah, but true, true. No, it bothered me as well. Yeah, she just coughs up a fetus. Maybe she has a woolly... Vulva. <laughs> Willy Vulva. A Willy Vulva. Willy Willy Vulva. Anyway, but as you said earlier, yeah, then Claudia, who's just driven mad by wanting to the god to be reborn, like you said before, swallows it. Swallows the fetus. Mm, snack. Tasty. It didn't and look like a snack. fetus. No, it, it didn't look like one, I guess, but it essentially was one. And then she turns into, well, no, this creature busts through the floor and pulls her down, kind of like the shark in Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, well, I, I might be pronouncing it wrong, but that's um, Valtriel, who you see a few times throughout the game. He's the one who, like, when you're lifts and stuff, he's there. Yeah, he's, like, like turning the, the knobs and shit. Yeah, so I, I did a little bit of research on him, and it's all complicated, and a lot of it's um, guesswork and people just presuming things, but he's... He's seen as like kind of the caretaker of um, the monster the world of Silent Hill. He like yeah, he's, the floors he's and like stuff. the uh, the curator of of hate or fate or I can't remember the term I read. Mm. But you you see one point where you if you look past you're in this corridor if you look to the right he's there hanging up a nurse and just little things like that. You see, it's quite easy to miss him, but there's little seems areas like a good guy though. Like he's just keeping things tidy. Yeah. But he also, when you end up going down into the hole that Claudia went down into after she had like fetus breakfast, he ends up. He ends up. <laughs> Kellogg's fetus breakfast. <laughs> he kind of like covers her up slightly and then she turns into a god, doesn't he? If I remember rightly. Likes to be a dead body. <laughs> You're right there. Tap it off Sometimes with some guys. hands based beans. <laughs> There's no filter to this show. <laughs> this is easily the most offensive show in recent memory. <laughs> Sorry. It's breakfast. <laughs> you know, we got a review last week saying that we talk random shite for ages and don't talk about games. Oh, I didn't know we got a new. Re- I didn't know we got a new, re- new review. I've just found it. Yeah. Was it one out of five stars? It was shit. It was. It was. Oh, <laughs> oh no, fuckers! So we need a better one, please. We talk enough games. 
Anyway, we'll get to that shit later. <laughs> but anyway, I kill the boss, and then there's one of three endings in this one. There's only three. Huh. Um, one is um, basically she goes back out to see Douglas. Um, she pretends that she's possessed, and then tricks him. Like she goes towards him with a knife, and he's like, "Oh shit, son!" And then she just starts laughing at him. And then they have a little exchange about her going by her real name again, and that she and he asks. Oh, you're gonna go to back back to your natural hair color as well? And she's like, "Oh, but don't plants have more fun?" Oh dear. Yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> awful. Wow. It's such an awkward exchange because he's like what in his fifties. I mean, she, yeah. She ruffles through her hair, going, "Don't plants have more fun?" She just loves his box of shots, man. <laughs> And the, then, second, the second ending sees Douglas killed by Heather. Yes. Douglas is who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Detective is Underpants. He, is, he, ah, is, underpants. He of, is he part of Cheryl or what? I'm not sure. <laughs> and then the third ending, which I looked up, because um, to get the third ending, you have to get the, unlock the Heather beam, and then you have to kill like hundreds and hundreds of enemies through multiple playthroughs to get it. For some reason, it's in like a comic strip kind of cartoon drawn. <laughs> basically, Heather, it's got full dialogue over it, even though it's not animated. But Heather basically goes home and there's Harry and James um, from the first two games and some aliens sat eating at a table in the kitchen. <laughs> and she's like, hi, dad, I'm home. And then basically she explains that she's been to Silent Hill and shit's gone down. Harry and the aliens get angry. Harry then drop kicks James for some reason. And then they, they all get on the spacecraft and then the spacecraft goes over to Silent Hill and blows it up. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a good way to wrap yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Silly Silent Hill. Let's talk about the game clock for a second because that fucking thing is totally wrong. It says I beat the game in three hours and four minutes. However, my last night of playing it, I swear I played for three and a half hours and that was the third night I'd put in. Yeah, see, mine came in at three hours and I definitely would have flied, like, flown through it quicker than you did because... I'm I had sure to I've done more than two hours as well. My clock was about two hours. So I wonder if the game clock isn't going when you're in the menu or looking at the map or during cutscenes or transitions or loading screens. Well, see, I had the results from my last playthrough on my memory card, like I said, and it reckoned I did it in like five hours and I did it without a guide. Now I can't see me doing that game in five hours. Like you think that's too short or too long? Yeah, too short. No, too short. I I must have spent more time on it than five hours. Yeah, because Silent Hill 2 took me about six. Yeah, twiddling all those fucking doorknobs. Should have had a little uh, meter in there for how many doorknobs you rattled. Yeah. <laughs> you, get a spe- you get a special doorknob weapon if you keep going. Rattleometer. <laughs> uh, how long did it take you this time, Mike? Three hours? Three hours. There's three took hours and two minutes. Took me 304. Dan didn't finish. And Tom gets the ultimate shit star. Ooh. To be fair, the guy doesn't have a PS2. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. More importantly, though, this year I played on normal. Yay! Yeah. Because it's not scary. Well, maybe you should have played it on easy and you would have finished it. Oh, shut up. Oh, man, the guide I was using. Um, it had the... Because you know you can you choose the action level, easy, normal, or hard, and you can also choose the riddle level. 
some of the hard it had the um solutions to the hard riddles as well and um, jesus christ some of those are fucking stupid oh yeah like oh yeah I, I was they went on for like paragraphs after paragraphs in the guide oh because you started using that same guide as me didn't you yeah i did yeah and there's a couple where like you'd literally have to know the story of some shakespeare like you would physically have to know that story through and through to actually figure it out no thank you all. yeah no thanks not for me <laughs> Or you could just put the books on the order with the number. Put the books on the shelf in the order with the numbers. Oh no, Dumb it's a bit later on. No, it's yeah, later on. Um, oh. Also, did you guys spot the Metal Gear Easter egg? I want to say I did. Is that the one with the silencer? Yeah, yeah. So and the guy in the wall. Yeah, the guy in the wall. If you oh, notice, yeah. he's he's in basically. Uh, it's uniform supposed to look like it's supposed to be solid state. Apparently, can you put the silencer on the pistol? Um, yes. No, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, but it yeah. reduces its oh, damage yeah, rate, distance, and power. I think you could put it on the submachine gun, but I didn't bother. <laughs> well, yeah, you have unlimited <laughs> ammo. So, did you kill everything? Nah, I, I, most things I did, but if I could just run past it, it was quicker to run past it. Hmm. The only things I had problems running past were the slurpers because they're quick, but other than that, easy peasy. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Overall, shit, shit. I mean, I knew it was going in. I wasn't looking forward to playing this. Absolute waste of time. <laughs> I wanted to it. give it a fair shake, but one out of five, it was shit. Now, this is going to astound you. There are people that exist that believe that this is better than Silent Hill 2. They Those people should be hung by their toenails. See, I'd heard about that too. There is I'd no way. That, I'd also heard that it was much scarier than Silent Hill 2. Nope. Not a damn chance. No, I... Because yeah. you don't have the threat of Pyramid Head. So he could come from nowhere in Silent Hill 2. There's nothing like that. Yeah. In this it didn't water. actually it's start just... to get unnerving until the reverse world of the hospital, which was well over halfway into the game. Yeah. That didn't bother me, you know, Eric. I just found it very similar to Silent Hill 2 again. Because that had a nightmare hospital too. Well, the third, first one did as well. They all did. In fact, yeah. the, the one in Silent Hill 3 is the same hospital as Silent Hill 2. Huh. Yeah, I knew it was the same layout. Mm. Um, I haven't played the first two in a long time. I know the first one had whenever you went into the other world there was always the air raid sirens was that in two yeah. as well no no i no. can't remember oh because obviously my memory skewed of it then because i thought that was in two as well no and in one, this I one think. when you From go what? into the, the other world it just felt really lacking because you didn't have that ambience the only thing i remember in silent hill 2 when you went into the other world was the sounds of like metal against metal yeah like the clanging and the Oh, it's so the ambient, eerie. I think they, what do we call it, 3D audio where things would just randomly generate so your playthroughs are never the same. Like sometimes you'd hear children oh, laughing or mm. pig squealing, things like that. Yeah. Just the overall atmosphere of 2 was way scarier. Yeah. Um, this one, did you notice when you were in the underground passage, like you'd go down a set of stairs and you'd be in the reverse world and you'd come back up and you'd be in the normal? No. Probably if well, when I played it the first time. Hmm. Maybe it could have just been that they... Yeah, no, because some of the, uh, the the tracks had grates over them. So I don't know if it was just the way that that level had changed or if it was full reverse. It might not have been full reverse. I'm not sure. 
But going back to what you said about the, the sounds of metal on the second one, believe it or not, they actually recorded actual dentist drills and things like that to make that soundtrack. Yeah. Huh. Which I, I thought was so fucking that. cool. <laughs> one little touch I did like on Silent Hill 3, there's a bit where you're on a train and the train's moving. Did you guys try and go back a carriage? Yeah, it's disappeared. Yeah, every time you go forward a carriage, when you go back, you're basically, the, the carriage behind you is gone. You're just outside. I thought that was cool. In a game full of shit, it was a shiny beacon. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't like it. I really did not enjoy my time with this game. Nope. I will never play it again. Six, po- six pound wasted. Well, you took one for the team, Dan. I did. Nice job. Well done. Don't- Thank you. You shouldn't have bought it and bought a Switch instead. Yeah. <laughs> we would have forgiven you. But then if you do buy a Switch and you have to buy a Pro Controller and you have to buy Mario, so you're probably about mm. 500 pound into it. I'm not buying a Pro Controller. Oh, God. Don't even get me started on you. <laughs> I'm I'm split on this. The Pro Controller is amazing, but I don't hate the grips as much as Eric does. Oh, it's players. Players. Surely buying a, the console with the Joy-Cons is the main hook of the console so why then change that control scheme breath of the wild with the pro controller is the best way to play it i agree with that definitely agree with that but it is playable putting the grips onto the grip it is the joy cons onto the grip yeah i I played the first few hours of zelda with the joy cons and it was totally fine but the pro controller does add extra to it it's just one of the best controllers i've ever used i'm still more of a ps4 controller person to be honest. Well, I don't think the PS4 controller will work. Eh. I just mean overall. Guys, should we take some questions? Yes. All right. Uh, on Facebook, Hazel May Tyson. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Mm, don't know. I don't recognize the name. Mm. She wants to know if Tom saw Toronto Batman. Well, I think we already covered that. No, just the place he was. Uh, Maddie Hallmark, how did any of you keep playing Silent Hill 3 once Mario came out? You guys already finished it, hadn't you? Yeah, yeah, I made sure I was done Thursday night. Because I would not have finished it. Uh, Mark Marcheshi, what is the best evil rabbit in video games you can recall? Ones that fart. <laughs> what? The rabbits. Rabbit, rabbit pie farts. <laughs> God. <laughs> I think he's asking because this game at the beginning has a big pink bunny that's covered in blood. Uh, yeah, they're really iconic. Before I played Silent Hill 3, it had been out for years already, and there's loads of merchandise with the bunnies, and they're always used in like fan art and things like that, and people make such a big deal of them. When I played the game and realized they're just basically background, I was really underwhelmed. Yeah, for a very small portion of the game. Yeah, because they're in the amusement park bit. I would say I can... the Raving Rabbids. They and they're not scary. really scary. I can't really think of many rabbits in Graham games apart from Cream the Rabbit from Sonic. Hmm. No. And because uh, I've just Googled it, uh, by Bianca from Spiral Year of the Dragon, who is an apprentice magician who is a villain. Hmm. Doesn't sound, sound scary, though. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> uh, Santos Lopez wants us to talk about the straddling contest. How many entries do we get? Does degree of difficulty include jumping fences to straddle things we're not supposed to? Let me tell you what! 
not the competition voice. No, I won't. Um, so everybody only gets one entry this time, regardless of whether or not you are a Patreon supporter, because we are not entering you for the draw. You are actually competing on your ability to straddle. Uh, so everybody just gets one flat entry. We will do a show where we evaluate and we all vote on who we think is the best and we will decide the winner ourselves. So you must play to your audience, which is us. Degree of difficulty would mean how hard was it actually to straddle? So the 10-year-old at Niagara Falls probably would have gotten a high degree of difficulty, but he would have lost for failing the straddle. Just please don't actively go in places you're not meant yeah, to. Yeah, don't put yourself in danger, please. But if you do, it'd be sweet. <laughs> um, I just you realized, can't say that, then say that. Going off on the competition tangent, we've not actually announced the competition on the show yet. Yeah, we so, did. But you said we're probably going to do it. But Oh, yeah, well, this is official it. now. Yeah, We are giving away an SNES Classic. North American edition. (laughs) So one side note that I wanted to point out, um, I think Zach Foley posted it, was that he's still going to compete, but he already has an SNES. So you can still compete, but if if you're kind of of that same mind where you still want to submit something, but you already have one, we kind of want this to go to somebody who doesn't have one. So be conscious of that. Like still compete, but you know. That's new. If you if you have one, let us know because we'd like to we'd like to give this to somebody who doesn't have one. And where do they need to go to enter the said competition? You must go to Facebook.com, check our pinned post. That is important. I know it doesn't show up for a lot of people on the mobile app, but you have to check the pinned post and put your entries in the comments of that post. If they get put anywhere else, we may miss them. Even if we see them and respond to them, we may forget about it when that time comes. You must post it in the comments of the pinned official contest post. And whereabouts on Facebook is that? Facebook.com slash groups slash Factory Seal Podcast. Um, also, Eric, have you seen Cheryl? No. <laughs> Who's that? In regard to a straddle, so I think we should talk quickly about what we're going to judge upon. Because we had a couple, we had uh, one person enter some pictures, and Mike, I think you pointed out the fact that it wasn't really a straddle. No, it was not. Disqualified! Nice effort, but it looked (laughs) like a really proper sit. Uh, Pinky's up! Good lord, Tom. <laughs> I wonder how many that's been now in the last two hours. Yeah, I think that's about seven. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Makes me feel alive. So what I'm gonna <laughs> what I'm gonna be looking for is like actual straddle. Is something between your legs? Do you have good form? Oh, yeah. Both feet off the ground, because we gave Dan incessant shit for years <laughs> on his kangaroo oh, yeah. straddle. Yeah. I redeemed myself with my gorilla. You did. Um, one hand up stoic look that's how you'll get my vote the stoic look uh, the deadpan serious like mm, look at me got something between my legs um, but framing of the shot too 
for example, look at the Eiffel Tower picture that I straddled. I don't think Tom shared his. Oh, no, not yet. Like, that would not have been as majestic had it just been a picture of me straddling with the legs of the Eiffel Tower in the back. <laughs> no. Definitely not. It has to be meticulously planned. It has, to, it has to be. We we spent a while planning that. It Yeah, and we took, like, seven took or eight different shots. Yeah. So do we want to say that if they if they want to explain the difficulty of the straddle, like what they had to do to get it, should we take that into account? Because, Tom, you and I had to, like, wait for traffic to clear. You had to stand in the middle of a busy road. Yeah. It was, there was risk involved. And, and there it, was, there were, like, Tom spikes. Just, Tom just in the middle of the traffic. There were spikes <laughs> shooting spikes. into the butthole. Yeah. Anytime I look at those pictures of Eric or myself straddling the Eiffel Tower, I think of those railings up my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and remember how good it is. Oh, yeah. I think if you're going to post the straddling pic, uh, chuck a comment in there of your of your journey on how you got there. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah why not? points for journeys. Yes. Journey. What do you guys? What do you guys think would be a good thing to look for as well? I do. I just look for proper form in a straddle. Legs, legs higher than just uh, parallel. I'm thinking the size of the thing. Like Eric's moose straddle is has always impressed me greatly. That was difficult, and it's oh, a yeah. deer, by the way. A large oh, yes. monument. <laughs> I mean, for example, look at the look at the double straddle that Tom and I did on the cannon. <laughs> like I could have just had. We we both could have just had our legs straight down, but no. Lean back, legs up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's I'm it. I'm so it's, good I missed that one. Oh, Me too. Lean back and the legs up. I mean, that's technically a, a triple straddle because we have the shadow straddle too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to reunite next year, guys, and do it properly. <laughs> yeah. I probably won't be living in Lincoln then. Well, we can take a road trip. We'll take a trip <laughs> just to visit the cannon. cannon. <laughs> Where are you going, Mike? Where are you going? Uh, we're moving to Sheffield next year, hopefully. Ooh. You sure you don't want to come to the US of A? Today, hire me. Okay. Sheffield. I tell you, I tell you what, I am really looking forward to seeing what some people pull out for this, especially, yeah, Chad Hager. Oh, the arcade machine. Yeah. <laughs> Still one of the funniest pictures that's ever been posted on our Facebook group, aside from I Matt Ernie. I don't know. I'm quite partial to Matt Ernie. <laughs> I mean, aside from. Almost full frontal male nudity, Chad Hager takes the cake with his arcade straddle. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are going to be selecting the winner for that. I mean, you have about a month to do this. So our next show, More. our next show is on the 12th, but Mike will be gone. Right? Yeah, I'll be on my honeymoon. Okay, so we're doing Spyro for that show. And then we're going to do on the 26th of November, that Sunday, we will do the contest show. And we're going to be doing Mickey Castle of Illusion and World of Illusion. Oh, yes. Great choices. So that's the next month at a glance. Are we playing the first Spiral? Yes. I think so, yeah. Because we can get that on PSN. Oh, which which I just learned. So, Tom, when you go into the oh. Vita store, you can't always find those PS1 classic games. Apparently, uh, 
Yeah. If you download it on your PS3 and then USB cable it to the Vita, it'll work. Oh, okay. I didn't know you could do that. I know you could transfer them like that, but not uh, that you had to do it that way. Because I thought it had to specifically list Vita in there to have the Vita support. Interesting. So I'm going to give it a shot. Otherwise, I'll have wasted $6. (laughs) Yeah, let me know. Will do. Guys. Sorry to change the subject. I've just realized we missed a question out. Did we? Yeah, from the living meme himself, Mr. Dan C. Gilbert. Did he just post it? No, no, it was like one of the first ones. <laughs> uh, he put, in oh. your opinion, is it regarding Silent Hill 3, in your opinion, is there anything they could fix in the game to make it not shite, or would it require a complete remake? I think we kind of addressed this at the beginning of chatting about it, though. I would say mm-hmm. not have made it directly tie into the other game, because that kind of held them back. I don't think anything will save it. It's just genuinely oh. shit. The game at its yeah. core is garbage. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think they could have saved it. Nah. How are you guys going to be without me? You've had me just, for so long now. You've had fine. me for so long, I've not missed a show. <laughs> I'm, I'm just putting the ignition in that bus, man. <laughs> oh, man. Babe, babe. Mike doesn't know what the uh, show absence bus feels like. Nope. He does. Doesn't he? No, no, yeah. no he's never missed one. Babe, babe. Babe, babe. Big <laughs> old bus go through. <laughs> Clip, clop. You're so used to the, me now. It's like you're thrown under the horse. That's a... That's a I can't really get into that joke. Okay. I thought you were there for that. I was. Oh. Well, then you must have... The people who listen to this show, which is not just us, Mm. will not know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Kind of like the guy in our latest review. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, dear. I just read that. (laughs) Whoops. Well, to address it, I mean, it says it's a lot of inside jokes well i mean yeah that's kind of the point of the show we're 145 episodes into this we're gonna have inside jokes that and we've been we have been through this a million times before a lot of people who listen to the show like our random bs for an hour yeah so in fact it often gets referenced in reviews and things as one of the endearing things about the show but i guess i I could you can't you can't be everybody's cup of tea no i guess i can i can understand why if you were looking for a show that was like i want to listen to something about video games not people dicking around in london with cups of tea and their pinkies and jolly ranchers (laughs) (laughs) but i get it criticism noted Mm. but if you do like us go on and give us a review yeah we need it yeah, need to balance it out now. <laughs> After that one, yeah. exactly. I mean, I kind of like how we're either you know a love us or hate us type thing, like, like, like Marmite. Marmite. Yeah, because the people that love us really like us. We think, and the people that hate us are like one star. It was shit. Yeah. So leave us a review if you can. That'd be awesome. We would love you long time. Anything else, guys, before we wrap it up for the week? Mm. Bait, bait. <laughs> bait, bait, back to the two-week schedule. <laughs> mm. Got something I can think of. It's on the, on the, <laughs> on the tip of my tongue. Mm. I wonder what it is. 
Hmm, who's it Tune regarding? In next, <laughs> tune in next show for the <laughs> Eric. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs>